What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 74 of your mom's favorite threesome, and we've got your weekend recap uh, from all the games that took place this weekend. Not as great as last weekend, but solid. Um, yeah, I, I think we got the the better teams moving forward, and that's all you can really ask for this time of year. We're going to talk a little Thunder basketball as well. We, yeah. we started jumping into that last week, and uh, we're going to go ahead and touch on it a little bit more. But most importantly, we got the big man back. All three of us are here today. Yep. We're excited to get another podcast out to you guys. So before we do that, let me get the guys on here. What's going on, boys? Not much, man. What's going on with you guys? What up, fellas? Yeah. You know, I I know my weekend was pretty uneventful, but uh, Antoine, yours sounded pretty eventful. Um, A lot of traveling, a lot of waiting around, didn't... uh, your, I guess your plans didn't go quite as uh, planned, no, but it was um, a good time. Though I still got to hang out with the lady and you know go on South Beach and you know I didn't get to go to Jamaica. I only got to go to South Beach. Only so South I mean, Beach, yeah. Only South Beach. Guess, you know. We're stuck here in Tulsa. <laughs> First world problems, right? But, uh, no, it was still even though the traveling was probably the worst traveling experience I've ever had in my life. It was. And this when is, I got there, it was a good time, and then I didn't even—I didn't even really tell you guys about the exorcism that happened at my freaking uh, Airbnb I stayed at. <laughs> All uh, right, it continue. Was, it was—it was—it was, it was, it was uh, it only pretty, gets better. From it here. was pretty crazy. So after a hectic day of traveling, I woke up at three forty-five in the morning. The and I didn't hour. get to Miami until ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, right? And then we checked into this Airbnb, which was like kind of like a. It wasn't a bed and breakfast or a hotel. It was like a building that was rented out, and everybody had like a private unit. So you might as well call it a hotel. Sure. But I would say probably at one thirty, two in the morning, we just heard this, the scariest scream you would ever hear in your life, right? And I'm like, there's no way that this is real. I'm like, so Carissa said something to me. My girl said something to me. She was like, do you hear that? And I was like... Yeah, that's just somebody's watching a scary movie or something in the other room. I'm like, that's what that is. Chicks just get piped different. No, nope. nope. it was <laughs> that was not what it was. It was literally somebody screaming at the top of their lungs, stumping up and down the entire complex. It was so bad they gave everybody a comp night. Oh wow! They gave everybody that night comp. And here I'm gonna play. You about to play us a scream? I'm gonna play you the scream, and this is just a 10 second clip of how bad it was. But I'm telling you, like it was so bad, I had to scoop the freaking bench that was in the room in front of the door because I'm like, if something busts in here, it's gonna they gonna have a problem with me. Like it's, their hands are gonna be full. But I literally, dude, it was literally something that you saw out of a scary movie. <laughs> what was that one movie? Like uh, I can't remember the movie. I can't remember the name. Uh, Quarantine. Yep. You remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Yep. It was like that. You go into a building, there's a bunch of random strangers in the apartments, and all of a sudden there's an attack. But the main me, chick in that was also in The Exorcism of Emily yes, Rose. So. I love that movie. Let Both of those. But the quarantine's great. That, was, uh, that I had to listen to for hours. Okay. Yeah. 
That's uh, and I'm talking throughout the entire complex in front of everybody's door, stomping. Come to find out, when I talked to the person who ran the Airbnb, mm-hmm. that the girl was an 18, 19 year old girl that was on drugs. Um, yeah, I could have figured. Drugs had some PCP or yeah, something like yeah. that, but. Bath salts are big in Florida. Maybe that's what was going on. <laughs> it might have been. It's always weirder than Florida. Yeah, yeah, but I, I was like terrified for like a cool little minute. I was more scared for my girl than I was for like myself because <laughs> I was going to battle. I'm from Chicago. We don't play that, you know. But yeah, it was pretty pretty interesting experience. Very nice. <laughs> Very well, nice. Pretty interesting. Well, we're glad you're back because yeah. uh, glad you made oh, it. I'm glad yeah, you, glad survived. you survived. Battle any demons? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Battling demons and faulty airlines. Yeah. Well. With all your travels, I know you probably didn't get to watch much football this weekend. But oh, I watched some football a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. A little bit. Not a lot. Good. Well, we did have um, some pretty good games. Yeah, we'll go, obviously go ahead and start with the Saturday games. Yep. Um, first game, we had the Chiefs and Jags. And um, very eventful. Uh, there's a lot of things that went this way. I think clearly Kansas City was the better team here. The only issue was... Obviously, the injury came with Patrick Mahomes. Yep. I think if Patrick doesn't get hurt, that's probably a blowout. But because of the injury, it kept the Jags in the game. Unfortunately, they were never really able to capitalize. They couldn't get much offense really sparked going. But what a hell of a year for the Jags. I mean, there's nothing to hang your head on or uh, hang your head about with this season. Oh, no. And the future is so bright. Um, you know, you mentioned I think I believe it was last episode about Calvin Ridley coming back for them next year. He'll be, I mean, that's I mean, that's wow. that's going to be a nasty, nasty wow. lineup. If they resign Evan Ingram, I mean, this that this offense, I mean, this is this has the opportunity to be a top five offense. Oh, for sure, in the league. And I know everybody I'm, to to feed off that. I know everybody's going to give Trevor Lawrence his his props as they should. He stepped up tremendously. He showed that he is an elite talent or will be in the future. But can we get some props to to, to Kirk, to Christian Kirk? Because I feel like he got a lot of hate. He did from that contract, and I feel like he is the guy on that team. So let me let me. I want to throw it two handed. Yes, I think Christian Kirk because everybody gave him shit because that contract came out, and they're like Christian Kirk's getting what. I mean, he's setting this. He's setting this table for what receivers are going to be wanting, and he. I think he, for the most part, lived up to that contract. He was really good this season. That being said, I do believe one of the turning points in the game was that drop pass that he had. Yep. I mean, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I agree. I agree with you one hundred percent that I, he does. He deserves all the props because yeah. no one was expecting him one to get paid like that, and then to get paid like that, that he had to live up to that contract. And he did. I think for the most part, yeah, he did. He really did. Him and Trevor had really great connection. Uh, you know, he really stood out. I mean, he was able, and he was the one great thing for Christian Kirk this season. For the most part, he was healthy. Christian yeah. Kirk in Arizona was was hurt quite a bit so he wasn't able to live up to that p- potential in Arizona he gets a fresh start in Jacksonville and he gets he li- and he lived up to the billing but it is about those moments yeah and those moments you need to come through i think everybody is probably going to give him a pass on that moment because nobody even expected them to be in there with the chiefs i don't and i don't mean a pass like they should completely forget it no but he's balled out all year sure and it doesn't matter what you've done all year. It matters what you do in that moment, right? 
Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm just I'm saying. Give him credit for the year that he's had with all the hate. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the no, that, that goes. Yeah, but that moment. That's his mistake. See if he comes back next year and improves. But this team is going to be. Oh, they're dangerous. They're going to be nasty. I mean, they you get a second year in Doug Peterson's offense, which, by the way, Jacksonville could not have hit more of a home run on a uh, coaching hire. No, for sure. Because I, I truly believe, actually, on most days, you could talk me into Doug Peterson being a top-five coach in the league. I mean, for what he's done with that team, fixing that culture that after they, what they got done with <laughs> Urban Meyer, um, and then you turn around and you get Trevor Knight obviously has a career year. Christian Kirk has a career year. Evan Ingram lives up to being who they all thought he was going to be coming out of Ole Miss. Um, and again, too, Evan Ingram and Christian Kirk were healthy for really the first times in their career for and almost a full season. And they traded away Robinson and gave, uh, I hate saying his last name, Antonine? Oh, uh, Travis Etienne. Etienne. They finally gave him. The Rock. The Rock. And look at what he did with it. And, I mean, this guy, I mean, we're fantasy football guys. This guy is a, I mean, going into next year, this guy's got to be a top ten. Yeah. yeah. Worthy guy in fantasy. Yeah. No, I agree. And, you know, we saw the, uh, you know, Zay Jones have a huge year too. I mean, especially there at the end. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, completely came on strong. I think that helped Kirk out in a lot of ways too to where, um, you know, they could really distribute the ball to either one of those guys and call him a one. That's how good Zay Jones was down the stretch. Um, one thing I want to say is it's unbelievable because I know if it was my team, this would never happen. But uh, Patrick Mahomes is just absolutely superhuman, and I'm talking about him just being able to battle through that that injury because that when his ankle got rolled up looked awful, absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. Definitely thought he was probably done for the game. He battled through there, got to the uh, halftime, got his X-ray, and came back clear. And uh, still hobbling. Andy Reid well, let let him go back out there, and they tied those that shoe as tight as possible. Oh yeah, put the no, tape who on, knows what? Yeah, it was shot. injected in him, and yeah, everything else. But he gets out there, plays well enough to get the job done. I mean, that's all. But he wasn't great, you know. He wasn't, you know, the superhuman that we, uh, you know, become accustomed to seeing. But he was good enough to get the job done. They they win that game twenty seven twenty. Unfortunately, did uh, the Jags did cover. I, I did have Chiefs covering. Or, uh, you had the Chiefs by, that. The, by ten. But um, well, let, let's give let's let's give. They won twenty seven to twenty. Uh, Patrick Mahomes gets all the praise from me. You guys know how I feel about Patrick Mahomes. But let's give Chad Henney. That to me is the that his props. Well, that, that, drive, that drive, yard drive, that drive, six that minutes, drive won the game. If that you really, really did. think about it, because they won by a touchdown. That was the most impressive. Right? Don't get me wrong. What you know, Patrick Mahomes coming back in the game. By the way, look. That high ankle sprains are bitches, and really, that for the most part, are getting taken out. But I don't think any of us sitting here really thought that Patrick Mahomes was not going to come out in the second half right. and oh, give it a no, go. No, no, I knew he was going to. I just, unless they man, told him he it looks so bad. And yeah, I mean, literally, uh, Andy Reid said you cannot go back in that game until well, you, you have your Which is, I mean, of course, that's the that's what makes Andy Reid one of the best. Exactly. That. I mean, biggest you know biggest game of the year, and he's willing to throw Chad Henning in there. To try to save the season while they're figuring out what's going on, Mahomes. I mean, that is awesome, Vandy Reed. Yeah. Who would you rather? You know, Chad Henning has come up though big in in the past. Oh no, he, he's a so guy. He has he's in playoffs too. He, he's Reed, a guy yeah. that that they could plug in there and literally still have the entire playbook in there. One hundred percent. Which is nice because a lot of teams would have to really 
yeah. uh, adjust their playbooks and and I'll and say all this that. was can't replace that experience he has or knowledge yeah. he has on that playbook. I think that's where I think at least I mean defensively the Jags, their front seven I think I mean they're full of really good players. Um, their secondaries where they had their struggles. I honestly think they probably missed opportunities with Chad Henney because it looks like they played back a lot more. And two, I just think they should have they should have blitzed Mahomes a lot more. Yeah, I agree. Knowing that he was hobbled, I mean, I, I guarantee after they went back and watched the film and everything that they probably would say the same thing that they really messed up and didn't take advantage of that. Which you know, it's like I mean, that's what you got to do. I mean, it, it's you can call it what it is, but sure. if guys hurt and you you smell blood in the water, you got to capitalize. And, and you, you got to step on that back foot and. I yeah. mean, it's amazing how strong his arm is, even though he Oh, can't. it's incredible. He, yeah. It's all arm strength. Yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, like, he couldn't – the fact that he couldn't plant that back, yeah. back foot comfortably yeah. and be but, able to go downfield. Well, you saw some of his throws game. in that yeah. game, I mean, in the second half, especially when he couldn't. I mean, he was miss, he was uh, inaccurate. I mean, he he missed throws that we obviously know we've seen uh, Mahomes make. Right. Yeah. Can, we, can we be honest, though, for a second? Obviously, the guy who ends up being the guy in this entire – situation was Travis Kelsey was incredible I mean 14 catches 98 yards two touchdowns I know we're like become so accustomed to seeing this from Kelsey but he just time and time again he steps up and I cannot believe they didn't do try harder to take Kelsey out of this and make someone else beat him can they though bro is it I feel like everybody knows the ball is going to Kelsey but guess what he is so good at finding that hole in the zone yeah and just stopping his route and staying right there. And where, that's how, he doesn't where, have to beat you doing vertical stuff. Right. All he has to do is find the hole in the hole in the defense, the spot, the soft spot. Sit there, and that's what happened. When, I mean, that is actually for the mo- outside of the big Pacheco run. That's exactly what happened on the Henny drive. I mean, he constantly just found the soft spot in the defense, yeah. sat there, and Chad Henny went right to him. But that's my point, though. Is like we all know that's what he does. At some point, I feel like we got to do something, whether it's manning him up and having someone kind of cover him. Um, it's on, just unbelievable that more people do not jam him at the line. Something's just got to happen. Can they, though? I could not I mean, believe. They they don't try to. They but, they they don't even give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, if you notice what they do, what, the Kansas, what Kansas City does a lot of times is they, they send Kelsey on, like, delayed routes. So he'll block really quick, and the next thing you know, He's running and, and, and somehow getting open in the slide or yeah. getting open on the post, something something along those lines. But watch how they play. It's Kelsey blocking in the very beginning and then running out and getting free. Yeah, I mean, right? and most so that's people need why to, they don't jam them a lot. And they should know. And I, to be quite honest with you, the guy who he's probably blocking, you know what he should do? Smoke his ass. Yeah. Just right there. Right that's true. We're we'll going and just hit it. Kelsey's also big as shit. He is. He is a big dude. Don't get me wrong. And look, the thing one. Kelsey's what thirty two now. I mean, he's and he he's still at, an uh, athletic tight end, but I mean, he's I not going to just like out. blow you away at times with the, his athleticism. So at times you have the ability to you know do something against him. But I don't know. It's weird. They it is like they kind of respect him going downfield more, but really he is that intermediate like super threat. That Kansas City just takes advantage of over and over again. Yep, I mean, it, it is what it is. We knew what you know what what Kelsey brings to the table. I I feel like 
this being the one game, this is the you know win or go home. Jags just got to find a way to take him out, uh, especially with Patrick Mahomes hurt. Because what I mean, a backup quarterback favorite target is generally going to be the yeah. tight end. You know, it's a safety pillow, especially one like Kelsey. So I was disappointed to see that, but overall, great season. Uh, Chiefs moving on and um, ultimately end up being a really good game. So. Well, that's good because the second game was uh, yeah, not good. Exactly. I was going to say, to be honest, I did not watch a ton of this because of how lopsided things were getting. And, um, you know, here's the deal. Jalen Hurts did exactly what he needed to do in this game. Didn't have to go crazy. Just did enough because that running game was so incredible that they did whatever they wanted when they wanted to run the football. They took complete advantage of that. Um, I, we, You and I, Sam, both talked about – Barkley had to get his carries. Once again, he gets nine. Just unbelievable. I mean, they they refused to run him. Um, and, and if he walked away right now from the Giants, it, you know, I'd be ha- happy for him. Hey, I wouldn't he be too like, because uh, the Bears got $120 million of salary cap space. That would be sick. And I also heard that they're not going to sign David Montgomery to a new deal. So, well, send man. David Montgomery to the Buffalo Bills. Let him help that situation, and I'll take Saquon yeah. all day. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that all for sure. I would, I would have no problem with that because I agree. I mean, the, the lack of just touches. Um, I mean, especially carries. I mean, you have to get your star players to get. But let's let's. I mean, we talk about that the Jalen and the Phillies offense. The Philly defense just really put the clamps on that. Oh no, for the sure. The Giants' offense. I mean, we t- we said Daniel Jones was going to have to come out and play like he did against the Vikings, and right from the get go, the Vi- the Eagles' defense made sure that wasn't going to happen. Oh no, they're all um, over him. I mean, continue to see this being an issue. I mean, he sacked five times, and that's why I continue to ride with the with the Eagles here because of that defensive line and what they're doing defensively now, figuring out how to run the football. I mean, they really are becoming a real full, complete team. Uh, you know, we talked about their rush the rush defense. The Eagles are becoming. Yeah, well, here's the problem. Becoming? They've had they've had an issue with uh, run defense, and I oh, mean, okay. that's been their if, that's been their Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. And it's like you know, I think if you said we hold uh, Barkley to 61 yards rushing, um, only two catches. Yeah, too. yeah, I mean, exactly. But it's Nothing nine yards, 61 nine run. Attempts Jeez, nine attempts, sixty-one yards. I mean, yeah, that's well, the Giants' fault for not using him more to their. Well, that's advantage. my point, though. Yeah. Is like they, the Eagles jumped on him so early that the Giants got out of their um, plan, offensive plan, and had to throw the ball more. I mean, Daniel uh, Jones did have like twenty-seven attempts. There's just a lot there where the Gi- or the Eagles made it uncomfortable for the Giants the entire time. And they just could never recover. I mean, yeah, it was I mean, incredible. I mean, really, this thing just—I mean, the Eagles started fast and didn't really slow down um, all the way through. Uh, it was a real—I would think this to me. This would probably be the—I mean, until—I mean, up until obviously until early su- uh, Sunday, this was probably the most impressive performance by a team. Yeah. And then the first game on Sunday happened. Yeah, um, time of possession thirty-five to twenty-four. I mean, Eagles just dominated in every fashion of this game. So, kind of a snoozer, but really speaks volumes to where this Eagles team is at. And this, and this was the kind of performance I needed to see for them because last week we were talking about, asked the question, if the Niners actually were now 
really becoming really the, the better best team, team in the right. NFC. And this performance by the Eagle really does make that kind of decision and picking who yeah. wins that game. Yeah, I can't wait to talk and, about and, that and in a second. Jaylen, and Jalen Hurts wasn't even 100%. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. He didn't have to be. That's what's that was, was so great. I think the first is, play of the game didn't he throw, try to didn't they go for? He hit he hit Devontae hit, for was a Devontae? He hit him for a forty yard pass on yeah. that first drive on that first drive, right? But, mm-hmm. but like I think they, they were going out there to show that his shoulders okay. Yeah, and no, first I mean drive. I I think he played well enough to be like okay. I don't think it's bothering him quite as much to where I think he can make the plays that he needs to make to yeah, win a game. It's still probably sore, but and now it's you're getting, getting better. Now you're getting less and less games. He's going to go out there and risk it all. It doesn't matter. Oh, so. yeah, 100%. This does become a big uh, offseason, though, for the Giants. I mean, clearly I think they had their head coach in Dable, um, but Daniel Jones, Saquon are free oh, agents. Yeah. We talked about trying to get a receiver, yeah, all that stuff. Get, I mean, there's a lot of things that they got to figure out because, yeah, that – not having a true number one, not understanding, you know, who's going to take the workload, um, end up being a really big downfall for them. Um, I don't think Daniel Jones is their guy. I could see them. I could see. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if you see a transition like them get a solid number one. Um, Derek Carr. Been thrown into the giant situation. If Saquon comes back, right, and that's just that's I, feel, I don't think Derek Carr will go into the situation with a team where he's not going to have a chance to win or be in the playoffs. And that's all dependent on the Saquon comes back. I think so, Daniel Jones has played well enough to be the guy. I th- I think they can pay him. It just depends on pay Daniel Jones. Yeah, I think he's too inconsistent. He's yep. a Dak Prescott. Problem is he has a more, he has a playoff win. As I say, the problem is this team he, is really on the road. I this mean, team on the really, road against a better a better team. This team really made a big turn, you know, this season, and I think it's just it worked out well in his advantage because they went from being what a three win team last year to a nine win team this year, making the playoffs, winning a playoff game, and guess what? They won last week because of Daniel Jones. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, so you're building your you're building your franchise around Daniel Jones. I, I think. I think with what the Giants have, having a nice defense, um, you know, Barkley, who's now showing he can be, you know, a full season of being healthy, and cap room, um, mm-hmm. they've got, like I said, I mean, I, I, I could see it. I could see it. So you pay him based on if Barkley comes back? I could see him taking less money. If Barkley doesn't come back, right? then I think you have Daniel to. Daniel Jones to be your franchise quarterback, yes or no? I think so. Yes. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's going to get paid yes no. thirty mil. Yeah, it's probably about thirty mil. And I just, I can see them if they really believe that they have a Ooh. shot of getting Saquon back. I do believe that Daniel Jones will be in a bit of a position to say, "I'll take less money if we can get him back," and if they could get a number one. So he's still getting paid excess of twenty five to twenty eight mil. Yeah, yeah, right. Twenty five. You're okay 30. with that for I, Daniel Jones? I think so. The continuity of that for for that he's offense been extremely inconsistent his entire career. Had a decent year this year. Did I say that right? Decent yeah. year this year. And we're going to give him 25, 28? Well, I want you to consider this too, what he's had to kind of play with, like as far as weapons go. I mean, like I said, I mean, could you name the guy who would lead the team in receptions this year? I mean. The, <laughs> it wasn't Kenny here's, Holiday. <laughs> here's, uh, here's Daniel Jones' year in 2022. He completed 67% of his passes. It's pretty good. Yeah. Had over had a career year in yards with 3,200, 15 touchdowns to five interceptions. Then he added 700 yards on the ground with seven touchdowns. So that's 20, so he's a better 22. Version. He's 22 touchdowns and five 
five uh, turnovers, five uh, interceptions. interceptions. I, mean, I don't know the fumbles, but right. um, I mean, and that's over well, almost over four thousand yards total yards. So, I mean, yeah, I think I to keep this going because at Dayball, I think he gets another year in Dayball system. He can get back, you know, Saquon. Uh, if they can go and add, you know, a good number one, uh, you know, maybe get a pretty solid tight end. I, yeah, I like where the Giants are heading. What's what's elite in you guys' mind? What's elite quarterback money? Is it is it? Are we going to say thirty five to forty mil? Is yeah. that elite quarterback money? Yeah. So mediocre quarterback money is twenty to twenty five. Yeah. Okay. I and I think he's just above being just mediocre. I think he brings enough to I think the. He had a decent year. I think he brings enough to the table to be okay. This guy really can be a guy we can build around. He looks like he's making a turn. Okay. I, hey, tr- I'm, trust me, I'm, I'm never. Really, I'm, I'm never willing to like, give it a year. I'm yeah. willing to give it a year. I just I'm interested to see if Saquon stays, which he may, because the Giants stuck with him through all these injuries, so he may feel some type of way about. You know, he may feel he has to be loyal to the Giants. I'm interested to see if Saquon doesn't stay, what Daniel Jones looks like. If he doesn't have that weapon in the background that everybody's worried about. Well, to be if fair. If they give him a number one, though, and give him a decent – there's going to be some decent running backs, yeah. I feel like, in the free agency. Oh, there's yeah, a lot. Yeah, the Giants can't turn around and yeah, pay so I feel like I feel like I'm just – I guess let's just see how it plays out. Yeah. I think he had a decent year, and if you want to pay him based on that year – Maybe franchise tag on whatever you want to do, something like that. Cool, but I don't know. Well, either, either way, they've got to fix some stuff, but they are moving in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Then we had Sunday. Sunday happened, and boy, it was entertaining because, um, well, as, uh, as many people know, there was already tickets being sold for the Bills and Crazy. Kansas City game. For Atlanta. For Atlanta. And, well, Joe Burrow said, let's go ahead and cancel that because we're going to come in here and we are going to dominate you. And that's exactly what happened. Because here's the deal. Uh, first thing I want to say is obviously very disappointing to see the Bills kind of falter the way they did. Yeah. Um, they haven't been right. This is no surprise to me because one team is go- was going one way and the other team was going the other I felt like probably since like week six. I felt like and so the Bills. I felt like obviously the Bengals were trajecting in a high right. This yeah. is it's playing out just how last year did. The Bengals came out slow. You know they got things. The offensive line yeah. started to gel, and this team just took off. The problem. And the Bills just had just been kind of just kind of just in this like no trajectory, just kind of floating yeah. by. The problem is they really lost their identity on offense. To where they were so one-sided to where it's like, we're going to beat with the deep ball or we're going to look awful. And that's really kind of what happened here. I cannot believe I, – I put a lot of this on the OC, it being just like we, not ever being able to establish a real offense because the running game kind of came around and they, they were able to get um, Singletary involved more in the passing game and, and do some nice things with that. But, man, it, it's like a deep ball. Or it's a check down, but there's nothing else. It was they have no very, immediate pass game. None. I mean, and it ended up being the, the demise of this team because they shut everything down deep. And, I mean, Josh is back there trying to, you know, make something happen, forced a lot of passes, and just really looked bad. I mean, they got down. So 
the the Bengals just came right out right out the gate and just punched them right in the mouth. They go down, score, just drive right down like it was super easy. Stop them, then they go right back down again and do it. And that's when I sent that text to the chat and I said I thought they were in trouble. And to be quite honest with you, it really never felt like the Bengals were letting go of the game. I know it got to seventeen no, to ten, yeah. and even then, I still felt like the Bengals were in full control. I agree. Um, and a lot of that falls on who their quarterback is, because this dude is absolutely in control of the game. You're talking about Mr. Joe Cool? I'm talking about Snow Burrow. Snow Burrow. I'm, so, I'm, I'm happy. I'm so happy Tony actually has a team. That he I, you know, I, every time I think about it, I'm like, it, that, that does make me happy, because I remember sitting with him last year, first game of the season, and his hopes were, you know, or, or his uh, expectations were, could not be any lower. <laughs> and they make a Super Bowl, and now here they are in the AFC Championship again. I mean, it's it really is cool to see what uh, you know Joe Burrow and um, Chase. And I mean Chase. Chase everyone mission well. Well, that's Mixon that played really that's well. That's the key to, for me. For yes, well, yesterday was the key was their run game. Well, twenty because carries, one hundred five yards. Yeah, we talked about it because they came off the Ravens game, which. I don't think we took into account too much. One, how good the we talked about. We, we gave the the Ravens defense their props, but how good the Ravens defense is when they're healthy, and also too, that's a that's a division rivalry game, and there's always that those games are always a lot more heated mm. than usual. So, but Mixon comes in, runs the ball incredibly well. P. Ryan gets his chances. He runs the ball well. He ran really well. Four, um, four and a half a carry. Uh, Burrow took timely. Uh, chances when he had to run, he had that big twenty-four yard carry right before uh, the end of half. Yeah. Um, but here, here's another thing: their intermediate passing game is so good. Yeah. The yeah, decisions bro. they make in that intermediate passing game, because in the because you're probably not, they didn't throw really throw too many deep passes in that game. Um, and even then, when they did, I mean, if they were in completions, they were very close. Well, Hayden Hurst has become such a key part to this offense. Seems like every time they needed a big play, they found him. You know, kind of sitting in that pocket um, of you know the, the soft part of the the zone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he was he was money, man. I mean, it really was. Chase had a great game. You know, first of all, absolute insanity that his second touchdown got overturned. Um, that's a touchdown. I don't care what. What you say? It's a I touchdown. Had to, I had no. I, I either if it would have gone either way, I I didn't have a problem. And I get what you're saying. Um, if they called touchdown, I'd been like, yeah, I see it. But I, I get why they didn't. But at the same time, I mean, then, and even then, like I was like, well, they get a stop. But I was like, but man, they made that look really easy. Really easy. Um, here's the thing. Question. Oh, go ahead. The it can't be state, stated enough how much this team misses Von Miller. Because once Von Miller went down, this pass rush for the Bills just turned base really mediocre. Yeah, it did. Um, and a lot of people gave them crap for signing Von Miller to their contract. No kidding. But uh, clearly he's worth it at this point. I'll say that. At this he point, meant everything so. to that defense, what probably Allen means to that offense. And when he went down, it just they got no pressure. You know, their secondary, you know, Tredavious, Tredavious White never really looked like that all-pro, you know, Pro Bowl-type guy after coming off his injury. Um, and, the, I mean, the, here's the thing. It, it just all felt – we went to this game. We both picked the Bills to win this game. It just felt like everything was in their favor. They're at home. It snowed. You, they, you know, they, <laughs> it snowed. That just feels like perfect Buffalo weather. They oh, get, absolutely. They, get, they don't have to go on the road. 
Uh, I mean, they don't have to go on the road to Kansas City. If they win, they get Atlanta in a dome, neutral site. Um, and, of course, you know, DeMar Hamlin was there. I mean, it just felt like everything was lined up for them. And Cincinnati we just had no – just just said nothing. none of that's going to happen. This is our game. We are the better team. And I'll tell you guys. That brings me to my point. Too, this, this, I feel like this is probably what was going to happen that Monday night. I think the Bengals probably would have kicked the shit out of them that Monday night too. It felt like it was I, going it that way. It felt like it. But my, my question to you guys is, I mean, obviously I feel like the Bengals deserve everything that they're getting right now. I do feel like going into this, they were the hotter team. Um, I just think that the better team. Are the team. Bills a disappointment? Yes. It's not even close. Yes. Yeah, it, it's absolutely they 100%, are. 100%, right? Yeah. yeah. So where – obviously they're still going to have a lot of these key players on the team, but where do they improve, uh, I guess? Other than other – than you could say the run game. It is the run. I mean, it, that's it's the, for sure the run game, obviously, but – well, just Do you the, feel like they should get or, – or, or should they go out and get a elite running back? You know, I know I talked about Saquon going to the Bears, but if he wants to win, he would go to the Bills, right? If he wanted to win right now, go to the Bills. He doesn't want to be part of a rebuild process. He's a running back who's had injuries. I think the two so areas – if he gets – if they get a Saquon – what do you think? I think the two areas I saw that they need help with was one is running back and two is they got to do something with the pass rush. They got to get someone else in there with Von Miller because Ed Oliver is not getting it done. Um, you know, I uh, Greg Rousseau, I feel like, regressed from his rookie year mm-hmm. from Miami. Um, so they got to get someone else into that rotation that can help them. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they need – I don't know if they need something like Saquon – I mean, they could go out and get Saquon. They could go out and get Josh Jacobs. Um, Josh Jacobs, yeah, I forgot he's going to be. I on mean, there. yeah, I don't know if that's what I they think have they to do have. Two back situation. Yeah, I don't. Th- the thing is, I think what would be good is you, you see this with um, you know numerous teams where you've got your running back and then you've got your pass catcher. I think Singletary is going to find himself in a weird spot to where he's either going to fall off and they're going to go with Cook. I think Cook's the better pass catcher too. Or they're going to uh, go ahead and keep with what they're doing and run, keep running both of them. I don't think that's a a bad problem to have because I think both of those guys are, are, are solid. I just – man, it, it would seem like if you had a for sure running back who can go 15 to 20 carries a game and really kind of help that pass um, offense, you know, chill, uh, relax a little bit. But, yeah, the, the – there's quite a few issues, man. Like you said, pass rush is a big thing. I would almost say they need another receiver. As crazy as that is to say, like we said, that intermediate pass game is awful. Yeah. I, I agree, and I agree. I thought about that too today. But when it opens Gabe up, Davis, Gabe Davis is not a number two. No. And you know what? Everyone calls him big game, Gabe, and all that stuff. And he does make big plays. I'm, I'm not doubting that. But there's some plays that he, he just – you don't even know if he's like running a route. He's I mean, a big boomer bus guy. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, and so like maybe finding a real number two. I, but is that on their play calling? That's some of that is. Like, yeah. so, that's, like, what I said. I, that's why a, I said the OC he's a was bigger in trouble. Bus. It's like you just said that it's either they throw the ball deep or we're going to look like shit. I it's think well, they did that, miss. Bri- that's all. That's on the OC. I do think they missed Brian Dable. I think it's on OC, and I'm going to say I think it's a little bit on. 
um, Josh Allen. Josh oh, yeah, he Allen deserves, yeah. needs to take some blame in this whole thing too. He is Mr. Superman, do it all, but at the same time, I think he doesn't have patience quite where he needs to have it because, once again, instead of being patient and let the big play open up, he just tries to create the big play all the time. I just think if you're more patient, allow it to open itself, you're more efficient, you keep away from the turnovers because he's been a big turnover guy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's just things he's gonna have to work on. But I do think that goes into them missing Brian Dable. I think Brian Dable was a good kind of he he could find a way in Josh in Josh Allen. He was able to calm him down and and while he was there, in ways that Ken Dorsey can't. I I don't know Ken Dorsey. I don't know. This, I agree with you. I think Ken Dorsey. I think he might be in a little over his head. Yeah. Um. But real quick, touch on. Because I just thought, because you just mentioned, it, and I think it is a good thing. Uh, I will say this: David Montgomery would be perfectly fine in this offense. I think he is a type of running back they could have that could do really yeah. well. And I'll say this too: Samaj P. Ryan's a free agent at, this year. Samaj P. Ryan, I think, could do well in this offense as well. It's interesting. Yeah. I want to touch on what you said, and he'd be cheap too about Josh Allen and and, and the plays that he's making. Do you think that it could be a little bit, you know, you said he's impatient. I don't want to say content. I don't feel like content is the right word. But is it maybe he's a little spoiled with the fact that these big plays worked most of the season? So that's all he knows. It's like, well, I have to make this big play. I have to make this big play. It's worked all year. Why isn't it working now? Is that him? Maybe he's just not able to adapt to a, a condensed version yeah. of what he's done all year. Yeah. That, does that, am I making sense? Yeah, no, I, th- I think that does make sense. And that's where he has to grow as a quarterback. Obviously, he's made huge strides. I mean, we were really big on him at times saying he was MVP, all these things. But he did not get better throughout the year. He got worse. Yeah, he, he did take a step back. And that's where... You asked if it was, you know, all to sum this all up again. You asked if it's a failure, and it's a hundred percent a failure. This team was bound for a Super Bowl championship this year. Do we all have them in a Super Bowl? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. We did, right? Yeah. yeah. So I just think that it's like because of that, you know, it, it was a lot of pressure to take. They had a crazy thing happen with Hamlin. There's a lot of things that go into this whole scene, uh, season and why it, it turned out the way it did. But they have to figure it out, man, because not even making it to the AFC Championship, I mean, I can't imagine any guy in that locker room were like, yeah, we thought we'd be done this this time of year. Yeah. Like they, they should have at least had another week in them. And if they'd gone down again to um, Patrick Mahomes – I think we would have been like, well, you know, they just get they're getting owned by Patrick. I mean, it is what it is, but that's kind of where they're at. They got to figure out how to beat that. Well, no, it's they don't so have to just figure out how to beat Patrick Mahomes. They got to figure out how to beat Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's so deflating because I know last year, and this AFC is not getting any easier. Oh, any no. easy. And, and and last year, I guarantee you, everybody everybody was like, dude, we're Super Bowl champs. Like, we literally, if it wasn't for this rule, you know, everybody put it on this rule of the overtime that we would have been in the Super Bowl or we would have been in the AFC Championship. This year, they really have to look themselves in the mirror and be like, okay, 
We can't use that excuse anymore. We literally just got beat Dominated. at home in the snow, like perfect condition for us. They were the better team. Yeah. And this is a problem. So it's like it has to be the most deflating thing in the world. For sure. I will say another guy that has to get better in these divisional games is Stephon Diggs. Yeah. I mean, I told you, I mean, I obviously I like Diggs in a lot of ways where he, he's a big-time receiver. But there's a lot of times where you're like, man, I mean, he's kind of a, a, a boomer bust as well. Seven catches for 42 yards in the last two-year divisional games. And that's Well, he's that's not throwing not, the ball to himself either. Well, here's the thing. Josh Allen had but it's no not, touchdown pass. But Josh Allen, it's not like all year he hasn't been getting – Josh Allen hasn't been getting him the ball. I mean, they, they also didn't play in the foot of snow. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, Jam- I mean, Jamar Chase found ways to get up. I was going to say they they do whatever they yeah, want on no, offense. They're, they're, well, they they're just a better team. I mean, they, they just had that's, everything that's a, working for them. For me, for that's a fact. That's the fact. The, yeah, the Bengals so. are a better team, but at the same time, too, they were able to find a ways. To, I mean, not just Chase, but uh, Higgins, Boyd. These guys are finding ways to, and that's just that intermediate passing game. And it does feel like, in a way, Diggs is in that boomer bust. But I mean, maybe that's something they need to work on too in the off season. Is working on this, you know, in that intermediate passing that can help them because, I mean, really, and that just helps Diggs out too because Diggs is dynamic enough to really take over in that intermediate game oh, yeah. toward do yards after the catch. But I mean, dude, again, when they needed big, play, he got locked down by Eli Apple yesterday. Yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> the problem. That's that's a massive. You know, we, the only time we really talk about Eli Apple is when he's doing dumb shit. Yeah, when he's getting you know, he's getting abused. Crucified, yeah, yeah, he's getting locked down by Eli Apple. And then look, I don't care. I don't care who it is. I, I mean, the receiver. I am not big on the receiver showing up the quarterback on the sidelines. So that stuff he was doing yesterday on the sidelines, I'm not a fan of. No, that's not cool. And uh, practice stuff before everyone got into the locker room was trying to leave, had to be brought back into the locker room. I mean, there's a lot of things there where, yeah, you're at Diggs, you're a captain, man. Like, you got to act like it. Act like one, dude. And don't, go, don't be wrong. Stop no being emotional. One, no one likes losing. No one likes losing, and no one likes losing in the fashion that they lost. I mean, they just got yeah, – I mean, they got but owned. You, but you've been riding on this high horse all yeah. season. Don't wait to this moment to all of a sudden unravel and be like, okay, F this, F this team, F my quarterback. Like, I just feel like that's – you're just spitting in the face of everybody that's yeah, worked incredibly you are. hard. To get to this point, bro, because yes, you are the number one guy. As far as you, you're the number one receiver on that team. Mm-hmm. Your top five, team, receiver, whatever, yeah. top five receiver in the league. Don't act like this. Yeah, ride with your team, dude. Win or lose, stop being a baby. It's not just about you. No, it was bad. Everybody, bad, here. bad look. I mean, so, it was a, it was a bad. I mean, we all, you know. Uh, it was a bad look when someone like a T.O. did it. You know, it's a bad look when anybody does it. I mean, you're already getting abused. I mean, what's the point of doing that to Josh Allen? I mean, what what are you getting out of that? Yeah. I mean. Don't go into next year talking about, oh, can this chemistry work? Don't have that question. You bro. can't have that. You don't want that kind of – you don't oh, want that put on yourself. That's just because, break the team yeah. yeah, exactly. So. Well, either way, you know, they've got a lot to figure out. But, yeah, um, the better team won yesterday. That's all I know. Finally, get to it. The big game. Woo! The big Niners Cowboys. Obviously, everyone high on the Cowboys all year. They get that. They went on that hot streak. Really got their uh, season going. <laughs> and then Dak happened. And I'm sorry, but 
Yesterday, that defense played well enough to win that football game. For, that defense is for, so good. For the Cowboys. And Dak absolutely let them down. Yep. And it wasn't Zeke. Zeke played well. You know, Zeke's taken a lot of hate this year. And I think deservedly so. Dak was the reason why they lost yesterday. Losing Tony Pollard didn't help. No, absolutely not. Um, he, but, had, he had a broken leg or something, right? Yeah, he broke his fibula. Um, but, yeah, Dak – I mean, this here's the thing. And it's brought it's been brought up this morning and stuff. Yet last week against Tampa Bay, I mean, let's call it like it is. Tampa Bay is not a good football team. No, um, that defense is so good that they just made that offense just look so pedestrian. And then their defense is run down, and you know they're getting older. Um, Dak was able to have his way, but that was more blip than it was, you know, a regular occurrence. Because what we saw yesterday is what Dak is. He led the league in interceptions. He's he what he threw an interception what seven straight games, mm-hmm. and then like I think two back to back games he had pick sixes. I mean he should have had a pick six yesterday too. Mm-hmm. But I mean this is who he is. I mean he's inconsistent. He makes he he's late on throws, and then if he's got guys deep, he underthrows them. I mean literally if he leaves if he threw that ball a, a split second sooner to CD on that deep pass. That's probably six. Yeah. And then he had Michael Gallup late, and he just overthrew him badly. This is who he is. Inconsistent. He's the $40 million inconsistency. He's not. If $40 million and he's not elite. Yeah. He should be making less than Daniel He's Jones. now what you say is he's a top 15 quarterback, and when you're paid $40 million, at the very least, you're a top 10 quarterback. And that's just not what he is. Nope. This is where we got to give, obviously um, – you know, Brock Purdy played a, a a manageable game here. Yeah, um, he he never did anything to lose the game for him. He he just did his job, did enough to put some points up on the board, have some nice drives, keep the ball out of the Cowboys' hands against an elite defense. Yep, I was yep. gonna say exactly, and, and that's the so. thing. And when that that's where I just you know continue to go. It's this falls on Dak, man. I mean, it just really is because that defense was so good yesterday, and they had the Niners exactly where they wanted them. Despite how good at times that Niners offense looked, it, it would sputter out because mm-hmm. the defense would make a big play and you know couldn't get it done. Well, you know, it just took a, a good um, drive to put the put the Cowboys away, go up on that last touchdown, and after that, you just felt like that was enough. You just yeah. knew once they got to 19 that that was going to be enough to get the job done because the Cowboys' offense just completely sputtered out. Let's, I couldn't agree with you more. This is Dak, on Dak, 100%. And it goes back to, to, to and I think I, we talked about this before, but Dak's making 40 mil. Any other quarterback in the 30 to $40 million range, if they played on the Cowboys, I think we're, this team's going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Right? They you, win you, agree, you agree yeah. with that, right? Yep. So, like, okay, yeah, I'll give you that. They win yesterday sure. or they, they put themselves in a position to be in the Super Bowl. Whatever you, however you want to look at it. Let's just say. Dak is, Dak is, Dak is what's stopping the Cowboys. They're, they're too good. They have too many weapons on defense. They have enough weapons on offense between, you know, if Tony Pollard doesn't go down, I think their, the team obviously looks different. Well, I, I, but I have, they have enough weapons on offense to get the job done. He has a great, solid offensive line. There's no reason they should not be winning this game. And I get the, the Niners are the hot team. 
what are the Niners? How many in a row now? That should be twelve in a row. Twelve, 12 in a row. They're the hottest team, and they also have a solid defense, and they have, you know, a solid offense as well. But it's like, oh, they're loaded. I mean, the only thing that can slow down is just offense. I mean, really, is either you know, like said, the Dallas defense or you know, Brock Purdy. And we see what happened. Brock Purdy went against the the Dallas offense or defense and did enough did enough to win them the game. Yeah. Well, so uh, it's just like. Who else can you put it on? You have to put it on Dak. Yeah. No, it is definitely on Dak. Um, I will say this about Dallas. This offseason, they have to find a number two. That that might be, as far as offense goes, that has outside of re-signing Tony Pollard, um, that has to be their next move because CD was electric yesterday. He was great, but if it's, if he, if it's not on him or if they can't get him the ball, then – they have no one else. Well, Dalton Schultz has come on strong. I, I really like Schultz in that offense. I think he's he's done a lot of good things. Oh, I've got thoughts on Dalton Schultz. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> let me finish my take, and yeah. then you can go for it. I, I just like his ability to kind of be exactly what he's supposed to be, which is a, a safety blanket. I yeah. felt like a lot of times he's able to keep drives moving and, you know, ultimately um, – get you in a position to where um, you keep the offense guessing to where we can use the running game or the passing game. I, I just I, I really like to see where he's come um, and where he's at now. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. A number two has to happen because Gallup ain't that guy. No. Um, so you think – but do you honestly feel like even if they had a number two, I don't care if you put – if you took a, a number one receiver and moved CD to two, CD's, no, no, no. CD, that, CD's the CD, number one. Bro, I know CD's a one. I'm just, I'm just. If you put Devontae Adams on that team, CD's going to be two. Well, obviously, yeah, but I mean, but that's Devontae Adams. That's, that's what I mean by that. But what I'm saying is, I don't care who you put at number two. I don't care if you switch whatever. Dak's throwing on the ball, and that is the problem. You, if you look at this team, man, I don't, I don't even know a team that's been this stacked that hasn't at least. Been to a, a championship game or a Super Bowl, you know what I mean. Other than I guess you could say the Bills, but I mean if you just put another quarterback in that spot, bro, I'm, this team goes all the way. And I hate to say that because I hate the Cowboys. Yeah, well, but it's this just team, a fact. but it's just facts. This team is so good. Tom Brady's one with. I'm not going to compare him to the other great quarterbacks, yeah. but you guys know what I'm saying. I feel I mean, like there's I've guys seen, who have won I've with seen less. quarterbacks win with less. Yeah, I feel like uh, what's his name? Eagles uh, took the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Won the Super Bowl. Don, oh, uh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles won with less. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he did. I so mean, I'm just, I just feel like you giving Dak all these weapons for him to have the most interceptions in the league. Yeah, that's that's my problem. It's, this I don't this, know. This was actually the first time I could think where I thought, you know, trading Amari Cooper might not. Yeah, have been the best decision, right? But again, I totally I get what they were trying to do. Um, this because it, it was officially going to have to become time where this was CD's CD's team. Um, but I mean, they need a guy. Yeah, I do think they need a number two because they need someone who could take the pressure off. Because I mean, you just get a guy who can run. I mean, CD can he can do intermediate. You can throw it deep. But if you get a guy who can run those intermediate routes that can take. 
you know, once they're trying to take the top off, you got the defense going with that. Then you have a guy who can just sit there, hit the soft spots, and then pick up yards after that. I mean, that's going to help a lot. I do. I will say this because it, it was joking with Dalton Schultz. I do think Dalton Schultz is he made strides this year, and I think he is turning into a pretty good tight end. But dude, you have to be so much better at in-game situations. That that play, the one oh. where he's going, he's going out of bounds, and he yeah. gets hit, and then he goes backwards. Yeah, I mean, you got to fight through that and go forward and get out of bounds, and then two, make sure both feet are in bounds. It's not st- that's so lazy. That's all that was. And being I mean, lazy it was. And, it, and here's the thing: that play, the one where he gets pushed back and then goes out of bounds, that cost him ten seconds. Oh yeah. And then that play where he doesn't get both feet in, that cost him what fifteen? Yeah. Fifteen plus yards. Yeah. Because now you're getting into where Jason Witten used to live at and used to just get a shitload of catches. But those are the kind of plays. At the very least, you you set it for a hell mary, and you you just see what happens. But you know, I mean, don't don't. But I agree with you, Dalton Schultz. I mean, he's turning into a guy who is. I mean, right now he's the best number two option on this that receiving oh, yeah. core team. Um, but I mean, it, it, no if doubt. If they had a number two, do you feel like they win? They have a number two. You feel like they win? Well, like you said, I mean, the problem is Dak is the one who's throwing it, so mm-hmm. you, you're just. It's you don't know. I mean, that's the problem is you don't know. Yeah, I don't feel like they win. We, if you get a number two, you should say, yeah, oh yeah, they're the better team now. I mean, there's they're all the better, this stuff, they, bro. They're a good team. They're really no, they're good really team. good. That's what I mean. It's like, what else do you need to give this guy? You can give him all the ammo in the world, but shit. Well, the problem Learn. is, yesterday was a defensive battle, right? I mean, you had uh, a n- rookie quarterback versus a very. Seven-year quarterback that's guy who's crashing right now, and, you know, and not knowing if he's even going to be the quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like that's where you're at, and crazy, both bro. defenses balled out. Yeah, I mean, so it's like a number two would not have hurt yesterday. Yeah, I no, mean, but look what they did the week prior. But like back to what Sam said, that Buck team, that Bucks team sucks because their heart and soul was the defense. And and the defense sucked this year. But that just goes to my point. You got a guy that's going to look good only against sucky teams. Well, that's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, but I mean. I'm sure there's guys that have made a career doing that. I'm not even saying that. I'm not not saying that he should even be. I I don't care that his stats look amazing against the 49ers because they are a really good team. But it's just those big plays. It's just. No, it's bad. Dak, Dak can't read defenses. If you hide a safety or hide a cornerback somewhere, he does not pick it up. Right? Right or wrong? No, yeah. Okay, so that's my problem. You've, you've been in the league seven years. You've been to complain about getting the money. I, you have all the weapons you need. Nobody is complaining. I guarantee you if you ask thir- the other 31 quarterbacks in the NFL, they would play on the Cowboys right now. I don't, know if the, I don't know if Joe Burrow or – but but Boy. you know I'm I'm not saying from a pride, from a loyalty not the elite guys but yeah. maybe that but, but like any, yeah. but any other quarterback would love yeah. to be in that situation oh, yeah. sure that Dak Prescott that's great what running I'm game great defense yes, that's exactly you. so that's what I mean like you can give him a number two I just feel like it's there's still going to be okay you give him a number two the same shit happens next year what are we going to say then I will say this a number <laughs> a good number two. Opens up the opens up the field more, and it keeps the defense a lot more honest. I mean, that all the defense really had to do, especially in that second half, was sit on CD. I mean, really, that's 
that's all they really had to do. I know a guy in Kansas City that just had a high ankle sprain that's playing with less than Dak Prescott, and he's in the AFC Championship game. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And, I, and the reason I put them in the same category is because they're both making $40 million. So, if <laughs> you know, I'm sorry I'm being an asshole about it, but I'm like. One also you, has Andy Reid and one has Mike McCarthy. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool and all, but one also has like every single freaking weapon. Okay, they, he does not. Uh, he does not have every single freaking weapon, bro. He, does, he, has, he just doesn't have a number two. He has a better receiver. I mean, he does have a better receiver than uh, Patrick. He has does. a better number one. He doesn't. I mean, he doesn't have, all, okay, he doesn't real have quick, a better tight end. You guys end. have constantly said all year the number one in Kansas City is Kelsey, right? So, I mean, who are you guys? Who are okay. you guys? Who are you guys all taking? Right. I mean, don't worry. I love CD, but I mean, as a number one. I mean, majority we're gonna probably take Travis Kelsey. Yeah, bro. But and then you could build number twos around that. I I agree with you on that. Okay, you got me on that one. Kelsey is the number one option for Kansas City, but he's not the he's the number one option. He's the number one receiver, but he's not a receiver. Right. He's a tight end. That's what I'm saying. I mean, CD is the if CD goes to Kansas City. He's the number one option or number one receiver. Yeah, receiver. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's what that's what I mean. Is like that's that. Pre- I just feel like Dak Prescott has everything he needs to be successful. And the way he's playing is unacceptable. And oh, you're wait. making forty million dollars, and you're playing like this. I'm on your ass. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. No, that's fine. He should be. I mean, you play for Dallas, and you you. I mean, you should. I mean. I'm on your ass. Yeah, bro. you hey, should be on his ass. I mean, to, It'd be, one to thing be fair, if he was 20, you know what. Right? What uh, three weeks ago, a month ago, whatever it was, they beat the Eagles. I mean, granted, no Jalen, no Jalen, but both teams scored forty points. I mean, no one was complaining about Cowboys' offense then. That's true. Um, you know, I mean, saying oh, they're ball. I mean, you know, things were looking good in that sense. However, who made a big mistake in that game? Dak. Who's been a question mark all year? Oh yeah, no, he's he's, 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 he's been a question mark all year. They go as far as Dak takes him. Period. We, that, we've said that. I will. Because, say, I will say it does suck that Tony Pollard did get hurt because then it'll be. I would like to see how that game played out with him there. He's electric and he's been their X factor all year long. So yes, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, injuries happen. I know the but. problem is just the way that was going. I just never felt like they were still going to make be able to make that play to to take a lead or or um, or even you know tie that game up. I, I just. Dak just never seemed like he was able to get a drive going, you know. Uh, kick. Luckily, thank God, the freaking uh, what's his name, the kicker, was able to put a couple through because that was like watching. You know, I mean, I was like, it is must watch TV. Yeah, it literally became must watch TV on a guy to make an extra point. Now let's do let's do give credit to the Niners defense. That defense is really good. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, they get, they get all the credit. Yeah, I mean, they they don't worry, Dak. Dak has his issues, but. Their defense was really good, and here's the thing about offense: we brought Purdy managed, and Dallas's defense held on as long as they could. But the talent on that offense was eventually was going to take over. It's too much, and that X factor that I mentioned on Thursday had led that big driving. The one that they scored on was the, he was the key reason for that drive. Yeah, and that was Mr. George Kittle. George Kittle, man, and I lo- I'll tell you what: if you don't like George Kittle, I don't know if you know what. The word like means yeah. because that dude is so fun to cheer for. He's just he's out there. He's he, a baller. He's a g- great example of a, someone who's playing a kid's game. I yeah, mean, he's like he's just out there enjoying it, man. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. And yeah, oh yeah, he happens to be a freaking stud. Yeah, you know. Um, now look, the deal was 
Niners have more weapons, mm-hmm. and they were just able to outlast the Cowboys with it because Purdy never made that mistake to put to, to give rookie. to give Dallas the opportunity to take Mr. advantage Irrelevant. of something. He did throw a couple that no, Dallas mean, didn't take advantage lucky. of, but also Dak threw three he, more. He got too. lucky, but hey, I mean, there's a lot of that. I mean, we talk yeah, about sure. that with Patrick Mahomes all the time. That dude throws so many almost interceptions; it's it's incredible. I don't know if it's the way he throws it, how hard he throws it, whatever it is. There's so many balls that you're just like, oh, that's picked, and, yeah. and something happens. But, um, no, hey, kudos to the Niners. They get the job done. They send Cowboys home, and now we're talking about a team that has a lot to think about. They've got a lot to think about sure. this offseason because a quarterback change, I mean, I think it's inevitable. inevitable. I mean, that well, the, the Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, one no. Bro, they have to think about it. Well, not just think about it. I think they have to act on it. I, I think it's. I think, we're, like you said, we're done. We're done with the test. But it you know work. what? Let's be real. How long did they stick with Tony Romo? Oh yeah. No problem is because Romo? of what happened with Romo and how long that went and not, nothing to show for it. And here you are, basically doing the exact same thing. You wasted a top three defense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, probably the, a top three not, defense. There's not a guarantee year. that Dan Quinn's going to be back next year, right? Because I mean, what he's done with this defense has got him a good a opportunity of, a to get a job. Oh, bro, yeah, he needs sure. to have the opportunity, yeah. bro. I mean, he, I mean, he's. <laughs> I think he's I mean, at least if he's not the hey, front runner, well, not he's like that. top two. Hey, for Kellen, Kellen Moore. I mean, oh, I know uh, we're talking about him, but his name's popping up in a lot of job offers. Uh, Greg, uh, the offensive coordinator from the Ravens. Greg Roman's free. Greg Roman, yeah. His so, name's going to be popping up too, yeah. And I think it should, especially with some of these. Uh, well, he's a free agent now. Yep, he's an employed. Yeah. So that's but, what I mean. Um, I mean, yeah, Niners, great win. You know, they beat you know, beat a great defense. I will say yeah. that, and they beat you know, CD did everything he could on offense. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, great win. Uh, I mean, look, we could trash them all day. This was actually a really good. See- this was. I mean, it's disappointing because of who the team is. I mean, any other team that played like this uh, and had this kind of season, you would say it was a good season. But being the Cowboys, it is a disappointment. Um, I mean, let's get let's just let's dive in. Yeah, let's so, get to I mean, the, previews, the first man. game is the NFC Championship. Niners Eagles. All right, um, we'll say Philly's opening up at a two and a half point favorite here mm-hmm. uh, at home. You usually get about three points for being the home team, so you're almost saying that the Niners are. A better team with that half a point, um, but my, my taking this is this right. I am so in love with this offense for the Niners. I, I can't even tell you. It, it's exactly what I dream of my offense looking like. You know that that's that's what I would want. You got Elijah Mitchell was so freaking good in that game too. Uh, when oh yeah, it's like you, you're thinking about some of those runs he had. I mean, he was breaking wide open up up the middle, things like that, mm-hmm. and it's like. He's not even the number one because <laughs> you have uh, this other guy named McCaffrey yeah. who is any any play can break one. I mean, it, he's he's electric. He can yeah. do everything. I thought they did. I thought Cowboys did a great job of keeping him out of the pass game. Yep. Um, and that's what the Eagles are going to have to do here. You're going to limit. Going to really have to continue to put that pressure on Purdy. Make Purdy be the one who loses this game for you. You know, because that defense, that Niners defense, is clicking on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna put the pressure on Jalen, 
and see how that shoulder's feeling and see if the Eagles dare the Eagles to run the football. I I think with all that being said, I just my biggest thing is this time of year is defensive lines and I've told you time and time again I am just absolutely in love with the Eagles defensive line. I think they get to Purdy. I think they make him make mistakes, whether it's a unintentional forced fumble, you know, getting hit from behind or whatever it is, or if they just get to him enough to where uh, that offense can't ever get into, um, you know, uh, manageable third downs, things like that. I think Eagles are just too much, man. They they showed me enough this past week. I know it's the Giants. I think you shouldn't get too excited about what they did against the Giants because the Giants are still kind of eh to me yeah i mean their last four wins of the season were against nobodies they mm-hmm. beat a vikings team that yeah, we frauds. all called frauds um so it hasn't proven a ton to me but he should they showed me enough in that game that everyone was so worried about the uh the run game and could they ever get anything going oh sanders had to get involved all this now they ran the hell out of the football and uh or played really good defense so those two things together I think Eagles take this game. Um, you know, preparing for this, because I know we're going to have to do our predictions, I start thinking about what are the weak links, you know, between these teams, where there are differences at. Um, I know you're talking about the defensive line. Uh, I mean, that defense is suspect against the run. They have been for a good part of the season. And let's be honest, these are probably the two best offensive lines in football. They're getting ready to play. Yeah. I mean, if you ranked units, like offensive line units, these are probably one and two, depending on who you think. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be very interesting with McCaffrey and with Mitchell. I mean, really, look, you look at it, you got Devontae and AJ. You got Debo and Ayuk. I mean, then you look at they got George, and then Dallas Goder is no tight end to scoff at. I mean, no, that no. dude is a, pl- is a playmaker. Um, defensively, I mean, the Eagles do have a good defense. For me, and it, as far as coaching goes, I still would give I give Shanahan the edge over Sirianni. I think Sirianni's done a good job. I do think he is the one guy who constantly looks like he's on a coat bender. Um, but uh, for me, it's just the, the biggest difference is quarterback. And right now, Jalen is an MVP candidate. If he's healthy, he gets the edge. And for me, that's where the Eagles get the biggest edge. Because if you're asking me which of these two I want to go make a play at the end of the game for a drive, it's going to be Jalen. Um, and so for me, that's where I got to lead with the Eagles, and I and they're at home too, by the way. And Philadelphia and Link, the Link is going to be nuts oh, be on crazy. Sunday, absolutely. So I got the Eagles winning this in a really close. I'm going to say a relatively low scoring game. I got the Eagles winning this 21-17. Real quick before you give yours, I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna go 24-21 Eagles. Um, I don't know why this has the makings of like an upset, and what I mean by an upset is an upset by the team that is won 12 games in a row. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because the Eagles have been so good all year that. We're not even bringing up the fact that the Niners are the hottest team oh, yeah. in football. Yeah. Like, literally the hottest team. Uh, and they believe in themselves, too. They feel like they're the best team. They believe in And pretty. they're going to bring that energy into Philadelphia, and they're going to do everything they can to prove it. 
and I have no doubt about that. They have all the weapons to do so. The problem is, I just feel like if you look at this Philadelphia Eagles team, they have an answer for everything the Niners have to throw at them. Literally everything. Uh, I mean, if you want to nitpick, you can go and look at certain things they're not good at. Run defense, well, shit. Who's the leading rusher for the Eagles? Miles Sanders. No, no, no. I know that, Actually, but I'm no, saying it's this not. past it's game. Galen, it was no, the past oh, game the was past game. Oh yeah, was Gainwell. Was Gainwell? Yeah, this past game. So you know, he was the leading rusher. He had a hundred and what 17. was it, seventeen yards. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have Jalen Hurts factor. Then you have, if you look at, you know, you could say top two, top three receiving th- duo threat in the league in Devonta Smith and uh, AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have Dallas Goddard, right? Yep. It's, just, it's it's too many weapons, and they've put it together all year long. I don't see how they're going to go into their this playoff game at home and not do it. And don't forget, Jalen Hurts may not have played in a lot of big big time NFL games, but he's not he, he's not unfamiliar to pressure. Oh no, being at Alabama, he does yeah. have a championship at, at NCAA championship, right? So. I'm definitely I'm going Eagles, and I, it's going to be an extremely tight game. I like your 24-21 score. That was going to be mine, but I'll go. Uh, man, I'm going to go twenty. Let's let's go twenty-three twenty. Uh, I think it's going to be that close of a game. I know. I'm petty. I'm like, petty. I, I like that score, so I'll go one point. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, go, I'll just change it up. But I do like that 24-21. Uh, but I'll go 23-20 just to be different, I guess. But uh, I, think, I think I'm going Eagles for sure. It's just, It just feels like one of those moments where I kind of want to take the Niners because it just feels like that moment where they're going to come and they're going to literally break Philadelphia's heart. Here's the deal. But if, it's like, if they can run the football – and they keep Brock Purdy in safe, manageable, you know, third and fours, things like that. that Niners are going to win this game. I'm telling you right now, if they can do that. The, pro- the problem I have is that I feel like you, if you, if I feel like the uh, Eagles' offense can get going more so than the Niners' offense, like because I don't think Purdy's just this elite talent that's just going to go out there and get things going. He's been great as what he's done so far. But I just feel like if you look at Jalen Hurts and everything that's around him, dude, it's like they could take off at any time. It's like a ticking yeah. time bomb. Does that yeah. make sense? This has to make it to be the most physical game of the oh, year. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. It's going to yeah. be so gritty. And that Dallas that da- so the Dallas game was one of the most physical games I've seen all year. I honestly hope yeah. it rains. That would be cool. <laughs> I don't know if, if there's a weather update here. Let's see. He said, I gave the over under. So it's thir- uh, 37. Uh, it looks cloudy. <laughs> Nothing. I don't see any rain. It's going to be so great. And of course, it's a two. It's going to be tough. Everybody's going to be edgy. There's going to yeah. be some, some unsportsmanlike penalties called. I can see that. I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah. So. And, I, you know, I expect um, A.J. Brown to, to kind of have a big game here. Obviously, it sounds like he was pretty upset with um, the way things kind of went. You know, he only had I think three catches for like twenty two yards in the in the wind. Um I mean they just I, you know, they 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 just spake the shit out of him. So yeah, I mean, well that's the problem is like 
he should be seeing the big picture here that he's working his way to a ring yeah. and not worrying about it. I get him, him the competitor wants to be contributing more because Jalen and really just Devontae in general in this offense has really found himself mm-hmm. to where, I mean, he is really emerging. I mean, absolutely, yeah. I feel like we've, we've, we've we feel like it was a conversation about, about yeah. this. Earlier. We talked about that. No. I know AJ Brown's the guy, but yeah, Devontae is. He the, just he's a real. We said if he went on any other team, for the most part, not any yeah. other team, but a lot, yeah. a lot of teams, he's a number one. Yep, and you know his size seems to not really be a big deal yet. He's Marvin, a tough Marvin guy Harrison for a big. For a he big just guy. finds ways. Marvin Harrison was a small. Well, he's an incredible route yeah. runner. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton was a small guy. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I mean, there's a lot I of mean, small He's guys. small, though. I mean, like, he is. Who? Huh? Devontae. He's a little smaller than both those guys. I agree with what you're saying. No, I, don't don't give me that. Fr- you, you know, Harrison that, was super yeah, small. I, yeah, I would. He yeah, was Mar- like you know, Marvin, That's a good. I mean, the only difference between. Devontae is way faster. And it, I mean, yeah. route running is pretty but comparable, is but size wise, yeah, I don't. Think they're going to be too far off? No. Maybe Marvin might be a little bit taller. I think he's taller and probably got Marvin's taller. Yeah, yeah. Not by much. Like six foot, no, six no, 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 no. I think he's like. Look it up. Look it up while while we're yeah. finished talking here, because uh, you got me curious now. But, um. Again, you know, I look at you look at X factors in this game. Um. I mean, really, like it's tough because, you know. It almost feels like Brandon Ayuk might be the X factor for Could the be. Niners because yeah. he can take the top off. Six foot. Yeah, yeah. As he feels like he could be the X factor in this wait. game. I won't wait uh, uh, because uh, he has the ability to take the top off the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, both Devonte and uh, uh, AJ are ones that could take the top off. Debo is more of a guy who's a, uh, obviously a yards after catch type guy, um, but. Brandon feels like he could be if he gets they can do get something going in that play action to give him time to get downfield. Then he feels like that. I mean, the the safeties uh, for the Eagles uh, feel a little bit more uh, their ability to cover uh, tight ends. Uh, it's a little bit so this might be a game where George is more in that intermediate game. But you know, Brandon, I, this could be a big game for Brandon. I so Devonta Smith, is, he's one seventy. And Marvin Harrison is one seventy nine, and they're they're going to they're going to they're going to use weight of his latest weight in weigh in. So well, he's definitely not one seventy. He's fucking Ooh. he's one sixty. There's no way he's one seventy. He's one seventy, bro. But now I know. But they also said he's six foot, and I don't believe he's six foot either. They know you lie on those things, but hey, hey, I give you credit. That is a good comparison, though. That is, I, I, I do, I do like that. that. I think good. that's about the closest. I mean, you really could come up with. No, uh, he kind of reminds me. They have the same, like the same route running. I just, I, I watch Harrison for many, many years, and oh, you are the culture. I, I, right? I don't see the games being quite the same, but that's because I think of. Devonte is such a burner. Yeah, I mean, I think of him getting the ball in space and then making his moves. I don't, I where, don't think he's a deep. Uh, correction, I'm sorry. He is a deep threat guy. Yeah, but he's not just that. Like a uh, what's his name that was on the Eagles? Oh, uh, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun. He's yeah, not yeah. just that. Like a Deshaun right. Jackson. That's a good point. That's, I agree I with feel that. Like he's yeah. a, a he, lot he shows that he, he could be a possession guy he's too. A possession guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. No, he and he he definitely is. Yeah. Um. Well, 
Now it's time for the Great game, man. I, yeah, I, I, I can't really wait have. for this one. I so. honestly think this has a chance to be the best game. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, because yeah. here, here's the deal. Obviously, the the heavyweight bout, if there was a main event this weekend, it would be Bengals-Chiefs. It just is, right? Yeah. The two quarterbacks, the names, those go hold a lot of weight, right? Yep. So this Eagles Niners matchup is no no trust me I'm more I'm more excited about the Niners Eagles game just because of everything figured into it but that's also because of why we're going to start with this conversation now is the unknown of Patrick Mahomes is he playing yes I do believe he's going to play right. What percentage is he going to be at, though? But what percent is he at? 75. And, hey, I don't – poof, that might be high, dude. I mean, high ankle sprain is no joke. Those ligament damage Bro. and things like that that are stretched out. He's going to be – okay, regardless of what it is, he's playing. He's playing. And they're going to – and they're, Andy Reid is going to change the scheme to fit what he can do. I, I don't disagree. 100%. I don't disagree with that. He's got the arm. He's shown that he has the arm to not having to step into everything. Not have, but we also see Mahomes make a lot of plays with his feet. Yep. And I'm not talking about just running. Oh, it I'm talking his about game. Ex- yeah. a- a- extending plays, running around back there, yeah. breaking tackles, no, 100%. all those kind of things. We see that all the time. Where you're just like, it's third and eight. And you know they almost get him in the backfield. He he breaks away and then throws a, a fifteen yard pass, and they could you know keep the chains moving. And it's like he's not going to be able to move around like no, that. Dude, he's sore as fuck right and, now. And because of that, I just really like the idea that if as long as Joe Burrow does what he does, stays cool, and doesn't turn the ball over, I think the Bengals. Are just designed to win this game. One hundred. I agree with you. Oh my god! I can't believe you guys are going this way. No, 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 <laughs> hey. no, 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 no. Hold on, wait. No, no, no I'm not saying. I, I know, I know. I, I totally I'm, get what you're saying. Yeah. What he's hey. saying. Here's here's my deal. Okay. Is like I felt a lot better about it before. I I, I sitting there. I'm looking. This Cincinnati's a one point favorite right now because it's the unknown of Patrick Mahomes. Sure. That I guarantee that number goes up and down throughout the week. It uh, might be a push by the time. Waiting the to see kind of what he's looking like, what they're saying, all well, that stuff. he's playing anyway. I know so he's playing, at, yeah. but, I mean, it's like you said, at what, what, at what percentage. At what percentage. Yeah. Here's the deal. I cannot bet against Patrick Mahomes. I'm taking the Chiefs here. Uh, I think Arrowhead is going to be absolutely booming. Um, the defense has sh- shown me enough, too, that they're going to put pressure on Burrow. And they stepped up, too. Yeah, they're going to put pressure on Burrow. Up. Last and game. ultimately, he's, there's going to be some mistakes made here, and Chiefs are going to get it done. I, I, I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs. I, I'm going to go. Um, let's see here. Uh, we're at 47. Because yeah, well, I, I have a feeling where you're going. I, 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 I actually already said my pick last week. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'll let you go ahead and go because I'm going to go. Boy, I, with him not knowing what he does, I'm going to go 28-20. Oh, get out of my head. Um, anyway, I hate you. <laughs> uh, I'm... Just go ahead, dude. I know you're going <laughs> to... This is another one of those games where 
if it wasn't for the Patrick Mahomes injury, uh, injury, obviously I feel like the Chiefs would be favored. Yeah. But this is another one of those games that's setting up for the underdog, a.k.a. now the Chiefs, to go out there and Patrick Mahomes do that Patrick magic that everybody's talking about. Um, and this time I'm going to take that team. And it's definitely going to be the Chiefs. And I think you guys already knew I was going to pick the yeah, Chiefs regardless yeah, of the situation. Mr. Chief here. But I do feel like – I'm going to say this now. I do feel Chief. like <laughs> – I just I just feel like that the Chiefs – I, I low-key think they're a little pissed off about everything that happened last year. I think everybody expected oh, yeah. them to win. Nobody expected the Bengals to be in the Super no. Bowl. Uh, including and I think, you. No, me either. You're, 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 you're the one to pick them. I remember you writing their eulogy right here. Yeah. No, <laughs> because and I think it's because of that's. A, I mean, a but lot it's totally. Of, I totally get it. I'm not. I'm not. But, it was totally. I, I understood it. But you, you guys know that I'm going to Chiefs, and uh, I do think that the Bengals have a better team, right? I think they have a little more weapons. I think they are a little more put together. I don't want to say put together, but they're they're hot right now. They're the team. If you think of the two hottest teams, you're going Bengals and Niners, right? And I guess you could say Eagles, but. They kind of fell back once Jalen Hurts got a little injured, I guess. Fell back, meaning one loss. They looked a little different. It was foreign. But, uh, Didn't they lose two games they while lost he was two, out? Yeah. yeah, they lost two games while he was out. That was back They lost back. two games? They lost yeah. to the Cowboys, and they like, lost to uh, – They weren't 15 and – They oh, lost no, to the Saints. They're 14 and 2. They lost to the Saints. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. That's my mistake. They're 14 and 2. But, uh, yeah, I'm going Chiefs. I feel like regardless of yeah. Patrick Mahomes' injury, they're, they're going to figure out a way – for him to be able to do not everything he can do, but a majority of the things he can do. Because let's not forget, yes, Patrick Mahomes becomes Pat Matrick, Magic outside of the po- outside of the pocket, but he's still a really good pocket passer. Mm-hmm. He's a complete quarterback, guys. It's not like we're saying like he's, it's not like he's Jalen Hurts and he's not going to be effective with his legs, or he's Justin Fields or Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes can be effective with his arm. Yeah, and they're going to numb that foot up. They're going to tape that foot as tight as they can, and he's going to be able to put a little bit of. He's sore right now, and he's probably going to get sore as the game progresses. But in the beginning, I I personally feel like the Chiefs are going to come out hot. That's that's my beginning of the first first half. Chiefs are going to come out hot. Then Patrick Mahomes is going to get a little touched up. He's going to little be be a little sore. You're going to see him hobbling on that foot. A little bit, mm-hmm. um, and then the Bengals are going to make some plays and put themselves back in the game. But I do feel like the Chiefs are Chiefs are experienced enough. Let's not forget they got a lot of people on that team still that won the Super Bowl, that have been there, done that, mm-hmm. been we're in the AFC cha- Championship game last year. Um, they have a lot of experienced receivers, even if they're not top level receivers, they're still experienced. Uh, and they got Patrick Mahomes, and I don't care yeah. if Patrick Mahomes is out there. Patrick Mahomes out there on one foot is still better than. 20, 20 quarterbacks in the yeah, league. Right? Just on one leg alone. <laughs> one he's a leg, he's a top. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm going I'm going Chiefs and I'm going to go. I'm going uh, 32-28. Okay. I said last week, whoever's ever winning the Bills Bengals game for me was going to the Super Bowl. Because I I mean, obviously in hindsight and obviously in hindsight now, the Bills I still thought the Bills were better than the Chiefs. Um, I definitely think the I I definitely believe the Bengals are the, a better team. They are put together better. Uh, they have I mean, like I said, you, 
mentioned all day. They, the weapons on offense is, is insane. Uh, the you, the side of the ball that they're not getting enough love at is the defense. Uh, what they did to Josh Allen and that that offensive crew very true was very impressive. Um, and they're not. There's no real. I mean, not a lot of big name guys. I mean, Von Bell and Jesse Bates are probably the biggest name guys. Um, they do have a very good pass rush. Where a lot of times they only rush three. Um, Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, uh, DJ Reader, those guys are really good. Uh, you know, then you look at the offense. Here's the thing. Another impressive thing about that game the other day against Buffalo, uh, they had one guy who had started majority of the season on that offensive line. That offensive line's been beat up. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there is one guy in this NFL who's used to a makeshift offense line and going out and putting in work, it's Joe Burrow. I just – this team – this team – I agree with you. The Chiefs will be inspired. They'll remember last year. Arrowhead will be fired up. But I just, for some reason, if there's one team who I think takes that challenge and runs with it, it's the Bengals. Um, you know, with Mahomes being most likely will be hobbled, um, I think they'll, the Chiefs will make some plays. I think they will. That's just because that he's too talented. That offense has enough playmakers on it to do work. I think this is one of the few teams that has a pretty decent idea how to cover Travis Kelsey. I mean, earlier in the season when they played, Kelsey had four catches for 56 yards. I mean, for other tight ends, that's a pretty decent day. That's a pedestrian day for Travis Kelsey. I think they'll, you know, they'll they know where they're going to be going to. I think they're going to have a good idea on how to slow him down. Um, and with Mahomes being hobbled, I just. I just think the Bengals are on just on too much of a roll right now. I do think they are the better team, and I think they take these road games in these hostile envir- environments and they feed off of it. And that's why I think they're going to do it again. I think they're going to go into Arrowhead, and I think they're going to win. Um, and I I think that defense is going to play well. Uh, I think uh, they'll force Patrick into some you know if some you know three and outs they'll force him maybe into a turnover or two. Um, the one thing that the Chiefs will really need to, you know, work on, especially with him hurt, is Isaiah Pacheco has got to have a big game. Yeah, that running game, Jarek McKinnon, they've got to have a big game. So, I mean, if they can do that, that'll help. But again, that comes down to the Bengals' running game. And again, I just they're those two running backs, Mixon and Pirine, they are just better than the Chiefs' running game. Yeah, and so I like the Bengals to get back to the Super Bowl again. Um, to take on the Eagles, and I like them to win. I'm going to say, I'll you know I'll do their score like they did last year's game. I'll say 27-24. Okay. Well, if you remember correctly, they've already played this once this year, and Cincinnati won 27-24. Yeah. Okay. So here's what here's my take on this. I'm going Chiefs because I just felt like I keep seeing it. And I'm just like I just don't think there's a defense that's gonna that's gonna stop them. Uh, I know it's crazy, but I think they've just figured something out with the running backs involving them in the passing game. Pacheco coming on, showing he can handle the rock uh, as the lead back. Um, my, my only concern is I think where the Chiefs have to win, and I mean it's no surprise is is on the line. Yep, they got to get to Burrow right. Well, last time. They only got to Burrow once, one sack in that game. Um, that's obviously got to change. They're going to have to get pressure, or Joe can sit back there and pick them apart. 
Because um, this, the, don't get me wrong, you're right. The Chiefs' defense made plays. They're impressive. The Chiefs' defense outside of that front line, they're they're not they're okay. Well, it, that secondary is yeah, very absolutely. suspect. I, I do agree with that. But this is where I go say this as well. Who's the number one corner for Cincinnati? I don't. I, I don't. Uh, on paper, on pa- I mean, on pa- just because of his his, his amount in the league, oh, amount in the league. Are you about to say it? His mountain the league, even though, I mean, it's Eli Apple, but. It's Eli Apple, and I think that's the problem. That's where I'm like, I think that's where if Mahomes can at least be able to get some throws off and everything like that, there's, to me, I just can't believe that he's going to play two good games in a row like that. He he shut down Diggs the way you shut down a one, you know, because, I mean, Diggs still had some. You know, catches and stuff like that. I mean, he had but, one for one catch for eight yards in the second half. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is he shut him down, especially in the second half. I just can't trust him and trust that defense that they're going to do what they did against the Bills. If the Bills had been executing the way they had most of the year, and then they did that, it I thought it would have been more impressive. I just think the Bills were already self-destructing. And it fell perfectly in play and like in all in line. What with the game plan that they played defensively, getting pressure, everything they did, I think it just worked out perfect for them. But I yeah, did, again, I just really just think the. I mean, we talk about this defense. This defense for the Bengals, for, yeah, for the Bengals. From I mean, from each level, outside of maybe, obviously outside of maybe corner. I mean, this is this is a better defense than what the Chiefs have. How do you feel about their run defense? Their run defense. I mean. Not bad. I mean, again, you, it's not. It's you know they they did okay against the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens. That's primarily what they do. Uh, the, I mean, it's tough to judge against the Bills because the Bills. I mean, if it's not Josh Allen, then I mean, it's really yeah not really much of one anyway. But um, I think my question is is they have to slow they have to slow Pacheco. I was and just about McKinnon to ask. Do you that, feel like Pacheco? Do you feel like the the Chiefs can run their offense behind Pacheco in a sense where they give him a little bit of a bigger load and kind of dissect the defense with Patrick Mahomes so he's not having to run outside the pocket and hurt that ankle? Anymore? There's going to be a lot of short throws in this game. I think that's where it's one is there's going to be a lot of play, short passes that are kind of used as run plays to get the ball out of uh, Mahomes' hand quick and make easy throws with his arm. Because we know he could, if he needs to, he could not set his feet and just throw, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a 10, 15-yard pass. We know he could do that. But it's a lot easier if he can get these guys moving and he could throw it, you know, a three-yard pass and let them do damage after sure. the catch. I think we're going to see a lot of that. The thing is, too, I went back uh, – or. Bengals won without Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon is a big X factor in this game. To like, where if like they you said, like, like you said with the Bills game, if that if that if that Kansas City rush defense isn't there, it could be a long day. I mean, we're sitting here talking right now. We both we've all projecting the twenties. The way we're going, I mean, I would not be surprised. If this happens to be a game that's like a twenty to seventeen type game mm-hmm. or even like a seventeen fourteen type game. I can't believe I like two unders. That's what I'm freaking yeah. out about over here is I just think that the 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 Bengals are just playing with so much confidence right now. Um just on both sides of the ball that I just think that they're and they I just don't and obviously they don't fear 
I said last week with Jacksonville, I thought just because they were so young that they could take going into Arrowhead. Yeah. And, it, you know, they, they want to take that challenge. I think the Bengals will take this challenge and will run with it because I just don't think they fear going into Arrowhead. I don't, I don't disagree. Well, they already proved they could win there. Yeah. I mean, they did it last year. One of the reasons I'm picking the Chiefs, and obviously, look, one of the reasons I'm picking the Chiefs, what I saw uh, Saturday against the Jags, Patrick Mahomes gets hurt. Mm-hmm. And remember how much I talked about how valuable he is to this team? He's extremely valuable to this team. We all know that. But what I saw from the guys was every single – every everybody step up. And that's saying a, in a, a whole lot. They stepped up because they saw Patrick Mahomes out, out on that field risking his career to get them the dub. Right? I don't name – me, name me a time where you saw the defense stepped up Pacheco stepped up. The receiver stepped up. Everybody stepped up and made the plays that they needed to make to get the job done. It did look pretty, but Jags are also still one of – they were one of the hottest teams going into their playoffs, mm-hmm. right? They they believed in themselves as well. They might not have been the best team, mm-hmm. but they believed in themselves. And entire Chiefs team stepped up. So I have to go with looking at what the Chiefs has done this entire year. And I just have to go with them, just based on that too. I the only thing I could I take away from that because I know you took away some from the with the Bills game. I here's the thing: the Jags they were hot, but this is the brightest lights they've been in this year, and it was I mean pretty, and it was clear they just weren't prepared for the bright lights. And of course, the better t- and they were not the they weren't the better team. The Chiefs were the better team, and they did uh, they made the plays that they needed to make. I mean. I don't think that's the case in this game. I believe the Bengals are the better team in this game. From from, um, I mean, on both on both sides. I obviously Mahomes is Mahomes and Kelsey's Kelsey. But as you said, Hayden Hurst is becoming a big factor. You have two guys who are legit number ones on all thirty-two teams in the NFL, except for except for the Higgins on one team. You have Joe Mixon, who went healthy. Can be and you, as you saw this past week, when healthy, he can be a you know a, a top ten running back in this league. And then you have a guy in his backup who is a one of the best backups in the league. They are so loaded, and they did this on a makeshift offensive line. Again, this is and it, I mean I I like I said I was talking shit about the Bills pass uh, you know that that pass rush. I mean there that offensive line just manhandled the Bills in the trenches. And again, Chris Jones is really good. Frank Clark's really good. But as you said, if they're not getting any pressure and they're not slowing this game down, and they're not slowing the run game down, then it's going to put a lot more pressure on that uh, that Chiefs offense. And if they can't get it done, then how many sacks did Chris Jones have? Like fifteen? Yeah, he's well, been the best D tackle in the league this year. Yeah, it's I was about nuts. to say, I think he absolutely eats this weekend. He eats this weekend. I think that's the I, that ultimately is probably going to be the difference in this game. He he's, has to, or. The, I, the difference in this game. Is I will high, say this: the difference in this game is a high ankle sprain. Let's be the real. high ankle sprain again. And I'll <laughs> say the if they, they don't eat. I'm going to tell you this right: I, I'm picking the Bengals to win. There is a slight part of me that thinks that if they can't get to Burrow and make him uncomfortable and maybe force a couple turnovers, because I think they can survive with one turnover. And if that, I mean, if that offense is even slowed down a little bit for the Chiefs, the Bengals could open this game up. With, I I can't agree until I know the health of 
we'll know as soon as we see Patrick Mahomes that probably that first drive. If if he's completely a different guy because of the injury, then I I don't disagree. Yeah, I, I, just, I could see that happening. But if if he's anything, even what he was, oh, it'll be a close game. It'll be a close in, game in that second half. It's going to be a close game. But again, if they can't if Bro, they can't get play. any rush on Burrow, then I I just that they're just they're just for me they the way they've been playing. You know they they have they've beaten the Chiefs. There, let's not forget they've beaten the Chiefs the last three games they've played. They just don't. They just haven't beaten them just two the last three games. I mean they they are very confident against the Chiefs altogether. You're going to see Patrick Mahomes getting the ball out early a lot. Yep. I don't think they want him to take a lot of punishment. I don't think they want him to really run outside of the pocket. You're going to see a lot of quick slants. You're going to see them trying to force feed it to Kelsey, which. That could be a mistake if they continue to force feed it to Kelsey because I feel like they'll be able to capitalize on that. That's why I feel like they should run the offense through Pacheco as much as they can and try to open up the pass routes more so. They need to be patient with the pass game. I'll but I agree you. with you, Preston. Yeah. We do need to wait to see. I, I, don't, I just don't feel like Patrick Mahomes is going to look worse than he looked that second half when it yeah. comes to this ankle injury. I think there's just too much that can you can do to get a guy ready to these get days. A guy ready in, yeah. in, oh, in I agree with that. Treatment and, and then everything that they'll be injecting into his body. Yeah. Either way, I just think it's going to be a great game this weekend, and I'm um, super excited to see it. 100%. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good one. I mean, it's, I mean it, it's going to be tough probably following that first game, but who knows? I mean, they both are going to be great games. It sets up really well. Because these do seem like the best four teams in football. Yeah, they really are. I was gonna say it felt, <laughs> feels like they got it, it. Got it. We got it right. Yeah. No. Right? The, the, the teams that are supposed to be here are here. And again, I think the only thing is, I mean, you take away is that, like, as we mentioned, the the, the Bengals game on that Monday night felt exactly like how that game happened was going to happen no, on Sunday. You said that, and I, I mean, and then got to agree. And then the Bengals would have been the home team actually Sunday, which I mean, I don't know if that would help the Bills or not, but I, who knows? Well, hang on. You're saying if they would have beat the Bills? Yeah, they would have the they would have both had four losses. Um Well no hand. How the Chiefs only have three. Well it's the Bills right? the Bills only have three. That's why it was gonna be. Oh, amazing. you're saying okay. If the Bengals beat them, then I the see, Bengals get the two seed. I see what you're saying. And then they get the home field they right, get the right, home right. game and then they get to do that in front of the crowd. Yeah. No. Which I mean again, who knows? I mean the Bills, I mean I mean Weather, I was like, I don't give a shit about the weather because Bills, they've played in that kind of weather before, so they're used to it. But, you know, again, I think the Bengals were the second best, you know, the second best team. Yeah. Would have been the two seed in the AFC. Here you go. Well, hey, real quick, we, Sam and I started this conversation last week, uh, so we want to go ahead and build on it a little bit this week, and then next week we'll get more into NBA in general. Yeah. But. We started talking about the Thunder as something to start to pay attention to, and I think the whole league is now on notice that uh, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder are, are hot and a team that's going to be able to sit there and compete for those last couple spots there to get in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, I mean this past weekend, since we last talked, they split uh, a couple away games. They uh, lost to the, uh, the Kings. Kings on Friday night. Which Kings, man? What are they, the fifth seed right now? They are, I mean, hold on, let me pull that up because they are actually the, they are the third seed right now. Third seed. Okay. And they, they beat them by six, I think. 
The Kings beat the Thunder by six. I mean, the Thunder had every opportunity in that game to take advantage, uh, but uh, you know, the Kings are really they're playing really well right now. I mean, that top. I mean, the top of the West right now: Denver, Memphis, Sacramento, and New Orleans. I mean, I don't think any of us would have been sitting here saying. I mean, Memphis maybe Denver. They're. I mean, they're still working in Jamal Murray, but Sacramento and New Orleans are playing really well right now. But and then they Gary go. Gary Fox better be a freaking. He better be in the All Star game. He should have been there. He should have been there last year. So I think I'll mention that here in a second. Uh, but uh, and then of course then they go on the road and beat the number one seed, Denver. Now granted, Jokic was resting, right? But it's going to get to a point too where some of these teams are going to be able to rest their stars against the Thunder. Um, you know, Shea comes out has thirty four, five, five, and a couple blocks. Um, plays really well. Uh, Dort, uh, big defensive play on the end against uh, Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, all around team effort. Uh, I mean, this team is rising. I mean, right now they are currently tied with. Uh, I mean, they're currently tied with Golden State uh, for that tenth spot, and they got Golden State this week, so that should be an interesting matchup. Uh, you know, they again. I just I do wonder where they where they at at the All Star break if they do. Decide they want to be either buyers or sellers. Um, I'm thinking with the way things are going, I would feel they're probably buyers. I also tend to believe they may not do anything that's and the, just write it out. That's kind of where I'm at. Where it's like you write it out and the season goes well and you make the playoffs. It's like, well, that was a surprise and we didn't have to give anything up for it. If it doesn't go well, you're like, well, kind of felt like we we're ahead of schedule anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of like we didn't mortgage the future and we we're able to be, you know, exciting. Throughout and you know have all our pieces still intact. Yeah, I think sell. I think at I think at this point, sellers is probably out the window. Um, I think Presti's got to just figure like let's just try to ride this thing out. Like as I mentioned the other, this this really does feel like that first kind of playoff run they went through in like 2010 where they got the eighth seed. Um, I mean, even getting a playing game that would be huge. What coach would you want to see? What leading this team? I mean, I'm totally fine with Mark Dagnall leading this team right now. I think he's done a great job with these young guys. Um, They're responding. Yeah. And that's all you can really hope for when you're in a rebuild. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's not not the sexy hire. It's not the, you know, whatever. But he's done well enough to to earn this position. Um, I, I like what I see. Um, and like you said, they're just responding well. So, I mean, it's like... That's all you can really hope for with a bunch of young guys. I say this: he deserves every shot to have the ability to run to get a full when they're full when they're fully healthy with Chad in there, um, with whatever they draft next year. Uh, Who knows? Whatever may they trade next year. I mean, it might be time for them to start getting rid of some of those assets. Yeah. uh, Next year, Uh, but I tell you this: I see why too. I know we haven't seen Chad play, but I see why you wanted Pablo. I wanted over. I wanted Jabari. I wanted Jabari Smith. But I Pablo, you said you Pablo. No, I wanted Jabari Smith over uh, oh, Chet. Right. That being said, I can also see in this team why getting Chet Holmgren is huge. Yeah, because him on this defense and that rim protection, and then him being able to stretch the floor uh, on the offensive side is going to open up so many things for this team when he comes back next year. I do think one of the biggest keys uh, for Presti this season was hiring uh, Chip England from uh, San Antonio. Because you do see how confident this team is shooting the ball more this season, you know, with guys like Giddy, with Dort. I mean, them them finding Isaiah Joe too. I mean, that guy has been unbelievable coming off the bench. Ooh, Dude, Sam Presti needs like, bro. He's a goat, bro. 
I just want to let you know that, like, you guys lucked up with Sam Presley because I feel like he has put numerous teams together that have been that have been elite. And I'm talking like, look at your look at the talent you guys have had come through the Oklahoma City. It's pretty ridiculous. It is nuts. Three MVPs, three. And Chris MVPs? Paul, Paul George, yeah. Jeez, Chris Paul, Paul George, Melo. Yeah. Kimba was there. <laughs> Kimba was there. Which Kimba, <laughs> I will say crazy. this. Kimba said uh, he had glowing reviews. Of, yeah, that was nice to uh, hear. And so did actually Melo. Melo actually, I mean, Melo, when he spoke about Oklahoma City, he he really wanted it to work. I mean, when he came in, he really wanted it to work in OKC. Because Sam Prince so is that I. guy. He is that guy. Yeah, they guy. believed in it, but... I don't know if there's a higher position he could get promoted to, but he needs to be it. No, but hey, Antoine, you've got some homework because yeah, next next uh, episode uh, we are bringing NBA talk back, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll get to uh, get you maybe your top teams at the moment. Yep, it's uh, about that time. Oh, and got that. Got your yeah, and <laughs> we'll kind of see what we're looking at and start easing our way back into the NBA because yeah, this is where it starts getting kind of fun. Yeah, All we're right, about almost at All Star Weekend. Um, and I was just talking to the guys before this about a article I read about All Star. You know, the guy was like, "This is who should be on the All Star team." Um, he's pointing out the starters, which it's it's the names that everybody you know they they know. I mean the the uh, front court for the East. You got KD, you got Giannis, you got Embiid. I mean, all those guys are well deserving of it. The back court, I think it was. I mean, I kind of skimmed through it. I think it was like Kyrie and. Someone else, but uh, I want to see the West because I want to see where they had Shea, and he had Shea as a reserve. And I just think at this point in time, I just I just don't see how. It, I mean, it seems like Shea should be a lock to be a starter in the All Star game with the season he's having. He's averaging like I think he's averaging thirty, thirty and a half or thirty one, like five and five, and he's averaging almost like two blocks a game. Uh, by the way, the last guard to do that, uh, Mike. Yep, I was gonna say I bet that's who it is. If 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 Shea played in a bigger, if he played in a bigger market, he would have been one of the top vote getters, bro. But unfortunately, in Oklahoma City, he's not in a big market. Their games, all their games, aren't televised. Yeah. So they're you know, just now not, getting back to a national televised yeah, exactly. game. Exactly. So. You know, when you have, you know, everybody and they're and they're. The NBA is smart. They know what they're doing. Right now, their main focus is promoting Jaw as much as possible. Right. Yeah. They, they see the future. He also had Jaw. He also had Jaw as a reserve. He had Shea and Jaw as reserves. He had uh, it was Luca, which I get, I get it with like when they talk about like guys that size, you know. Be, and he technically is a guard. I mean, Luca is a forward in my opinion, but uh, but they have him as a guard, and then they have uh, Steph. Steph's also missed 15 games this year. Steph should not be starting. Exactly. Steph, don't, and, and that's, that's not taken away from the fact that Steph Curry's a legend. Right. But he should not be starting. I will if say you're one missing of the, 15 games, you're not starting. I will say one of the cleanest looks in the NBA is him wearing that sleeve, uh, that one sleeve on his uh, shoot, his right arm, his shooting God. hand. That is a that is a sick look. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The, the classic uh, Allen Iverson? Yeah. Well, no, it's not. It's a sleeve. No, he's wearing like a. It's like a. It's like a shirt, and it's like a full sleeve, like a like a shirt sleeve, under his jersey. Because I, I think what he oh, did yeah, is okay. his elbow. Yeah. And it's just like I mean, it's, it's, like just, it's such a clean. It's shirt. such a clean look. I got you. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's crazy. I mean, it, 
it's funny. It's like I started watching a little bit of college basketball. I mean, not much, but I've watched a little here and. You start thinking, man. about the little that's been on since we've been doing this podcast. Well, yeah, that, that too. <laughs> that, yeah. But no, no, I mean, I've watched some OU and, and um, just oh. kind of kept up with a, a few things. And, yeah, it's been a disappointment. But um, as you're already thinking, man, it's all, almost already February. And, you know, it's just like, dude, everything's going to start really rocking and rolling. I mean, right when football season ends, it's like March. Madness is around the corner. You know, like you said, the all-star game for NBA, all that. And you're just going to start getting that playoff feel. Also, spring training is not too far. uh, Catchers and pitchers are going to be reporting. I mean, there's a lot going on. So, yeah, there will be a lot to talk about going forward once football is finishing up. But wanted to just start kind of throwing some thunder talk out there and, and like next week, we'll be getting the NBA stuff out there. So, yeah. um, let's go ahead and finish up with entertainment, man. Um, you said you went and saw a new movie. I, I did mention last episode that I had watched the new, the newest Scream movie and really enjoyed it. I did watch the new trailer for it, and you're right, very dark, very uh, entertainment. I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready to see it. Yeah, I uh, just going off the Scream trailer real quick. That trailer. I mean, it's just it's like. There are some horror movies in a series that are just like obviously they're darker and they're just more mean. Mm-hmm. This feels like the meanest of the scream movies that's going to be coming out. I mean, it just it feels great. It feels a, a, a bit gritty. Um, I do love that they're moving the locale to uh, New York. It's giving me some serious like Jason goes to takes Manhattan vibes. Uh, yeah, um, but uh, no, I'm very excited about that. Um, yes, I went to the theaters weekend. I saw the new Gerard Butler movie Plane. Um, you know, super entertain. It was an entertaining movie for a uh, January uh, uh, release. Um, you know, some good action. Uh, you know, it's it's basically the kind of lane that he's been in lately. It's also a lane he should have been in for the majority of his career. Um, but hey, you know, better sooner rather than later that he's uh, figured that out. But you know, I went into it. You mean that. You know the acting is what it is. I mean, Jorah Butler was good in it. Michael Coulter, who played the other guy, was good in it. Um, other than that, it's just you know pretty basic. The story's solid. I mean, it's, it's what you want for some you know something good. On a, I, I went on a Saturday morning and watched it. Just a good Saturday morning movie to go see. Um, I think I gave it like a three point four. I mean, the CGI, CGI is not great. Uh, when the action, I mean, stories. Story solid. I mean, it has some usual tropes to it, but um, you know, not a bad January release at all. I mean, especially getting into what we're, what's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in February, we got Ant Man and the Wasp. We got Cocaine Bear, um, which uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And I then can't Ma- wait, yeah. March is insane. March has got you got John Wick. Um, let's see here, real quick. I mean, you got some serious like. I mean, it's like. Uh, let's see here. New Screams in March. There you go. Uh, new Scream uh, release. Uh, you got, uh, I mean, John Wick. You got, let's see, come on, 2023 schedule. I know time, but here we go. March. So March, you got Creed 3. Creed, opens that up. Has it, yeah. Creed 3 opens up. Then you've got Scream 6. You've got Shazam 2. You got the new, uh, new movie, 65, the new action movie with Adam Driver. That mm-hmm. looks awesome. Uh, then you got John Wick four, and then of course you know uh, as nuts as it sounds, uh, you got the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah, I know. that movie looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean March is really loaded with some really solid movies, so uh, entertainment's really starting to heat up. Very cool. Um, 
Real quick, I wanted to ask you guys: Were you guys big that '70s show fans at all? Yes, I will you tell you right it? now. In my, as far for as for sure, sit- I can't wait to watch sitcoms go. Like I have The Office and then that '70s show. Very nice. So I, I watched it because of like other things being on before it or mm-hmm. or, or after it, and so like I that's that was kind of my connection. I I didn't watch it religiously, but I watched it enough to know everything you know what's going on and all that stuff. Um, so this weekend. I uh, was chilling on Friday and end up putting on uh, the new show, the mm-hmm. '90s show, and um, accidentally watched like five episodes. <laughs> accident? Did you watch five episodes? Well, it goes past being an accident. Well, let me let me explain my my scenario here. The controller was at the end of the bed. <laughs> I just never went and got it. Because let me say this: I like what they did. It, it is a cool concept of bringing the characters back and how they tie things together. I will say the acting is just awful. I mean, it, it, it is actually really, really dumb. But I would like you guys' opinion on it um, because, like I said, it, it was enough for me to enjoy watching a little bit, but it's a little cheesy. It's a little cheesy, and I, I was kind of like, eh. I have no pro- I I like the idea of making the parents the kind of main stars of yeah. it. The kit. The problem is, it's just really hard to find actors that are going to match that like chemistry, chemistry yeah, that charisma, right. that. And you I could agree. tell, right? You could tell it when. Uh, I mean, Topher Grace. And I watched the first episode. You could tell when the main ones come back. I mean, it's just they can't. I mean, it's just tough finding that. Oh yeah. I think the kids. The first episode, the kids are okay. I mean, the daughters. I think she's not bad. Um, I do. I agree that some of the other ones. I mean. You could tell this has got to be right up there, like first jobs. Yeah, it just it feels that way. It feels like they could have maybe found a little bit more seasoned uh, kids to go with it and everything. I, I think this is a question. These type of sitcoms, bro, and this might not be a popular opinion. I just feel like they may be a little played out. Yeah, I think '90s, early 2000s, '80s, '90s, early 2000s. I think that was the thing. These days, I feel like people more want more realistic. Yeah, it just doesn't really play the same, and I agree no. with that. But like you alluding to what you were saying, that cast that of that seventy show are just all legendary now in the sense mm-hmm. of what they did for that show and how some of them went on to you know be big actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that's tough to follow up with a bunch of kids. Yeah, I, that that's my only issue with it. Like I said, it, it's pretty cheesy. But it, I mean, like I said, I, I, I kudos to trying it. I, I don't have any problem with that. I'd like to get your guys' take when you watch a little bit more I'll and all that, it. and to kind of see. Oh, because I mean, at this at this point, I might as well finish the season because yeah. I'm already this far in. I'll check it out but, for sure. I just everything everything in the world is so easy access and oh, short. Yeah. Like comedy, you know, back in the day, you used to get your comedy by watching TV, right? Right. So you couldn't wait to get on there and see and get a laugh or whatever it is or. Nowadays, you get all this stuff on your phone, man. Yeah. You know, so it's hard for, like, sitcoms to survive in this world, I feel like, at this point. Um, and, but I love it for the nostalgic value of it and and, and the, the aspect of it and, uh, and, you know, a lot of people coming back. It's crazy because I think his sister in that 70s show, the girl that played his sister, didn't she die? I think so. In real life? Yeah, I think so. So that's pretty crazy, but um, I'm going to check it out. I don't know. I mean, it could be one of those things too. When the first, when the regular show came out, I mean, in the beginning, people thought it was pretty cheesy. I mean, it's just about finding a groove. I also think too nowadays, it's just there's not. I just 
I just don't think younger actors are very good nowadays. I think finding the talent just is really tough. Everybody's a TikTok actor. I mean, it's just, and it, it's like <laughs> that. I just don't even think some of the younger ones that are even TikTok actors are just very good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just tough. But I mean, again, if they can find a, they find a groove, which they might eventually. I think if this is a, I think if this is a modest hit, they're going to go with another. They're going to get another season. Well, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. So and they do two, two or three Full House yeah. remakes. Yeah, seasons, which so. everyone was so big on that, and I think the same thing happened to it, where it was like. I don't feel like this 90s it's a show cool, had that much hype. It's though, a cool dude. concept, but at the same time, it's just like... Leave it alone. Uh. <laughs> like Boy Meets World, when they brought that reboot back. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Right. Just leave it alone, guys. Stop trying Some to... Some things you don't, just got to... Don't bring back friends leave. and have it be their kids that are friends. Right. Don't do that. Just leave it alone. Just well, I mean, I have... Like I said, I just why I think the main thing is making the parents like the real stars. Yeah. Because that's... I mean, that I mean, really, that's all it... Really left them. I, you know, the main ones weren't really going to come back and do much anyway. Right. So, but uh, no, I, I'm definitely going to be willing to give it a shot because yeah. I am a I was a big fan of the uh, original series. Cool. Well, you guys got anything else you want to add before we get out of here? I mean, did you guys just see that kid get punched in the face? Yeah, so. it was in the throat. <laughs> I need a uh, I need Antoine to watch The Last of Us because oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, as someone who's played the game, we need that perspective. Bro, I got you. I will, that being said, the first two episodes do, were great. What great. I will do okay. is I'm going to order me some food when we get done with this, and then I'm going to watch the last two, the next two. The it's two episodes right yeah, now. Yep. Yeah, I'll knock out. I'll knock out two of them, and then I'll give you a review uh, Monday, Philly. Cool. And uh, let you know what I think of it. But like I told you, make sure you play um, the game soon, and then we go from there. Just be prepared. Episode one's an hour and 20 minutes. I'm all about it. The second one is an hour, so. I'm there you go. Two Good. hours and 20 minutes. That's a, that's a full movie. <laughs> I like it. it. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that does it for us today. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're following us on social media, at your mom's favorite threesome on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to post our pics and everything on there so you guys know what's going on. Um, other than that, you guys have a great week. Make sure you watch the, the, these great football games this weekend, and we'll catch you later. Chitty chitty bang bang. See you guys.